Hey, Derek. Yo, Tony. How you doing? I'm uh, I'm doing fantastic <clears throat> here on this Thursday night. I uh, kind of had a uh, like a sad realization this week. You know, with, <laughs> were you with, introspecting? I was very introspective. You know, uh-huh. it's hard. It's hard to get that time. I'm so busy, and there's people in my house all the time. My girlfriend uh-huh. and my side bitch, and you know, the other like, side bitch. Yeah, absolutely. I'm busy cat. like all the time. That yeah. I just don't I know, have I know. much time to myself. But I, I know that about you that you you are nothing but the busiest man in the world. I'm the social. I'm the social butterfly that everybody dreams about being. But listen. I was thinking in the limited time that I have about like, you know, Warner brothers is doing their thing with HBO max paramount is in talks to give up some of their streaming rights. Uh, basically they're doing, like a, yeah, they're doing like a paramount plus or something. Yeah. Just basically that the movie industry is changing to be instant gratification. And, and you know, that made me think like, have you and I have the bash brothers, Okay, smashing uh-huh. your mom, shocking your mom, yeah, shocking your mom, yeah, shocking the, your mom. The first R is the deepest. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Have we seen Prince is dead? Our Prince is dead. Have <laughs> Have we seen our last major motion picture in theaters together? You know, I, I I had that kind of thought last summer actually. Okay. As COVID was just running fucking wild like Hulkamania, and you couldn't and, see Tenet. <laughs> and he could, yeah, we could not see Tenet. Like Tenet right. was a movie that that is a Tony and Derek movie. You know what I mean? It's a Christopher Nolan tentpole picture that right. we have been waiting for for a while, and like that was a movie that we should have seen together. Yeah. And even though I have helped pay for that movie, I have yet to watch that movie. Like that is how, and that's honestly the thing that scares me the most about the movie industry is I absolutely adore movies i really fucking do but it 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 is a struggle for me i love going to the movies like the act of going to a movie brings me immense joy so sitting at home and watching that same like watching news of the world was cool and that movie is really good but it's it's man it's just not the same was that endgame that was the last one right yeah i mean i I think so the the most recent Jedi Star Wars movie yeah. was after that or before that? Uh, same it year, was, so I, I, I you have to look. I don't know for sure. Uh, was it Bri- was it December of twenty nineteen? I think it was right. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Let's see. Was December twentieth, twenty nineteen, and then yeah, Avengers was in May. Okay, so Sky the Rise, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker was the last one that we saw. Last like, literally. Three months before an absolute pandemic rocked our fucking world, but like we I were already reeling from an awful Star Wars movie, and then they dro- they dropped the <laughs> fact that everyone's dying. I think it's over, man. I think I, I think I don't think we're gonna be able to go to these big AMC like maybe right. I mean, but the the way that this pandemic's going, at least in America, I mean, some I summer think- of this year is off the table. I think here's our here's our saving grace, right? Like honestly, I think our if you and I were ever to go see a movie again, it's probably going to be at the drive-in. Mm. Like that's probably our next like opportunity because the drive-in. I mean, that was where people went and saw movies this summer. Was sit in your fucking yeah. car, don't no, fucking I, leave. I went twice. Yeah, you know, Dri- so drive-ins like, low-key kind of lit. I I I love a drive-in. Big fan of a drive-in. Um yep. love a double feature especially. Uh I'm fucking old and FPOS so like I fall asleep during the second feature for sure, bud. Um but yeah, I had like, to uh I, don't, I had to like learn how to shut off the feature on your car that like your car shuts off after a while. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to like Google, I had an adult up and Google how to 
figure that out. Just so keep can, it in, yeah. Just keep it in like play audio mode without like draining your battery. Mode, basically, yeah, 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 yeah. And then my I, battery died anyway, but. I don't disagree that we might be fucked on ever seeing a movie in a theater again, but it pains me to to make that realization a, a reality yet. I, I want to hold out hope that things will change. But think about this for a second, right? Like, I know you don't have this in front of you, but think about the fact that we that we pushed, not we, but they pushed a shit ton of movies to 2021, hoping that things were going to be good enough to go see movies. Like, there are some bangers. Bond. I mean, banger movies that are supposed to be coming out this year and avatar ju- 2 bond just not gonna happen right like they're no. they, do, do the do these movies come out or we push to 2022 like when do we finally get entertainment again <laughs> i mean happening? yeah i don't know the, the biggest biggest movie i can think of off the top of my head that i would like actually want to go see with you is any of the more like the spider-man movie yep, right yep which isn't coming um, out for another it's 2022 but i yeah that, I that's been mean. delayed right yep yep <clears throat> um from december of this year to 2022 and then uh the, the bond movie which was supposed to come out last year and got Correct. delayed and now it's delayed again and think about black widow like black widow oh, supposed black to come widow, out last yeah, year sure. there's not even a fucking date on that yeah you know what i mean it's, uh, there's wild like, time mortal Kombat's coming out and granted, oh, it's coming right. out on HBO Max, but that is a movie that I would rush to a theater to watch. You know what I mean? Like, that would just be a badass time to go see that in the fucking theaters. And I, Fast Nine supposed to come out this year? Like, come on. Oh, man. I'm just like sitting here sad. It's super sad. That <laughs> sucks, me, man. Makes me really hard. We used to go man. see a movie every couple months. It was, it was, yeah, it was probably every two months for us that we would try pretty, to go pretty to regular, the movie. Pretty regular. Yeah, I love, I'm telling you, like, there are a million things in the world. But going to the movies is like maybe top five for me. Well, I it, love going to the movies. Mark it down. February 4th, 2021 at 8.30 p.m. Central Dead. Standard Time. That's that's when we uh, gave our pessimistic, pessimistic declaration that, that we're not going to be able to go to a movie theater together. At least, at least a big, like, massive movie theater. The local ones, I think, will survive a little bit. Thank, thankfully, you basically have a nice theater set up, but I would have to come to you and, boy, let's just be real. Listen, <laughs> you come often. to me every night in your sleep. Don't even yeah, lie. bud. Yeah, but, bud. Uh, uh, I mean, here's the thing, okay? That would have been a really good intro, but I have to say this, <laughs> okay? Uh, if the big theaters die, the small theaters die with them, right? Like, I know the I conventional so, yeah. wisdom is like, Oh, well, small theaters, little towns, they can make it. You know, I, I don't think people realize that, like, these theaters, the independently operated ones, the smaller ones, they have to buy the movie rights. If big theaters are not buying the movie rights, big movie producing companies are going to sell those rights to instant streaming services. Therefore, not selling them to theaters, or at the very least, they'll be much more expensive right. for these smaller theaters. So if these small theaters are going to survive, it's going to be really expensive and like, it's just not, I just don't see it doesn't it. add up. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't. Anyway, you come to me in your sleep. Is that what you said? Yeah. All the time. Big and okay. wet. You know what I mean? Oh, good. We'll, we'll take that as the intro then. <laughs> I want to say hello and welcome to this, uh, the 84th edition of the DTS podcast. The Antonio Brown edition? Uh, boy, there's got to be Shannon Sharp. I mean, there's got to be a better Sharp. one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, than Antonio Brown? Maybe I mean, maybe not as relevant, but... Yeah, you're right. 
I mean, that's, uh, just, that's just what I, that's the first thing I thought of. Antonio Brown, yeah. sorry. Um, Shane and Sharp. Shannon Sharp, dude. I mean, listen, okay. he played for the Broncos and he played for the You're Ravens. Right. That's right. the correct answer is Shannon Sharp. You're right. For You're us, right. at least. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. All right. Hey, we got to make a return for the beer segment. Beer check. Yeah, beer check. Uh, not, fasting tonight, not fasting tonight yet. Um, I come home from work. The roads were absolutely just trash. It, fucking glass There's roads out there with the ice. Um, oh, I love that sound. Yeah, but I'm, I'm drinking a nice, crisp uh, Buy It Now, B I N. Um, from Adventurous Brewing Company in an Adventurous Brewing Company glass, which you can't see because their cameras aren't on, but nice. it is uh, a crispy boy, and it is very good. I have on deck mm. a Need Direction from uh, Anchorage Brewing Company. It's a triple IPA. It's a little old, so we'll see how it holds up. But Boy, I have a Drecker beer. It's a cherry cobbler, cherry raspberry cobbler fruited sour, slang du jour. Slang de jour. Um, let me tell you, this is a thick boy. I it's see lots boy. of shit floating around. Oh yeah, buddy. And it it has a massive amount of lactose powder in it. Oh yeah, bud. Yeah, that's oh. good beer though. That is wow, good that beer. tastes really good. I mean, it's 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 almost kind of chalky. Sure. Um, but ooh boy, that this is probably of all the fruited sours because you know I'm like a Kool Aid man. You are, yeah, you are the um, Kool Aid man. Yeah, this one probably tastes the most like the beer that it says it's going to be. Like cherry raspberry cobbler. I taste cherry raspberry cobbler. Yep, all over in that thing. Drecker mm. does it right, man. They make great beer. And the and the not, can are and they're not far. Like far awesome. Fargo, North Dakota, bud. They're not far. Yeah, Fargo, North Dakota. Yep, Fargo, bud. Uh and the, the can art is like art yeah, worthy. The the Drecker art is just banging. Yeah, who does that? I mean the, like lo- a, local artists probably. Why artwork? By punchgut.com. Okay. Is that what it says? Yeah, it says it right on the beer. I mean, I can't uh-huh. find a can date, but I can find who the fucking artist is. Hey, on uh, on Confluence beers, they used to say it used to say Vance on there. I don't know what Vance it was, but he used to do the Confluence beer. Yeah, you're, you better get your cut for drinking it all. That's no well. KCCI earlier talking about this big wreck that we had over by Newton said, "A KCCI watcher, Skyler Vance." And I'm like, "Well, that's not me." Do you say they pulled a, they fished a body either. out of the river today? Whoa! No, I did mm. not. Yeah, I don't have any more shit. details than that. <laughs> um, doesn't definitely wasn't uh, dumped like you know eleven thirty p.m. on <laughs> January twenty eighth or anything. Oh, you know, like, okay. I no. have an alibi, but yeah, right. You know exactly where you were. Yeah, that's if the that's... cops ask. You know, you got to be prepared. Absolutely. Hey, listen. Um, COVID's a thing still, right? It however, is. however, uh, what do they say in Letterkenny? Uh, to be fair to be fair to be fair uh to be fair uh we have a vaccine right we do we do yeah now the problem is uh, you know listen i could go to a gas station that's open 24 hours a day and get anything i need from that gas station mm-hmm. but i can only get my vaccine till like 8 p.m makes sense right <laughs> they're, they're shutting them down yeah i mean well they, wow. they they're not open all the time which doesn't make any sense to me yeah that's right? a little weird yeah uh you know, fucking, I can I can go get a a bag of beef jerky at two o'clock in the morning, but God forbid we we run these yeah. vaccine clinics twenty four seven. I can spread vaccinated. COVID. I can spread COVID twenty four hours a day at a Casey's. Can't get Correct. a COVID vaccine at the hospital twenty four seven. You definitely can at the Indianola Casey's. You know, for two reasons. One, it's not we got like nineteen hours. of them, 
in yeah. Indianola. Okay. You can't, can't fucking throw a biscuit without hitting fucking Casey's. And number two, because nobody wears a fucking mask in Indianola. <laughs> okay. So that's not a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but listen, I, I saw an article that made, or, or an article this week that made me laugh that, uh, some part, a uh, part of the country. Did you open this article? I did. Yeah, I've got it. South so, Carolina, South Carolina, they Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. That's they it. were having such an issue with their drive-through COVID vaccination site that they hired a Chick-fil-A manager to consult on how to more effectively run their drive-through. Not a surprise because listen, I listened to you on the telephone the other night, leaving work, going through a Chick-fil-A drive-through, mm. and it was maybe the most efficient phone call for fast food I've ever heard. Oh, it listen, they know and what's you, up. And but. and you hit on the, the window lady, and I said it out loud to the window lady. I did I said thank you. I appreciate you. That was not hitting on her. No, thank you very bit. much. It, it was, was not bit. fucking hitting on her. Are you kidding me? I had you on the phone, you think I'm sassing up a bitch? Listen, what what I heard you say was thanks for the cock. Call me if you need some. Have a good <laughs> night. I, I'm just letting you know what I heard. Here's my card, it's equally as long as my cock. <laughs> Just I, I made my card the same size as my penis so that you have a good reference every time. The you circumference see it. is really what does it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's actually just a uh, paper towel. It's a fold tube. out. It's a it's a tissue paper tube that I've cut in half and you know, then rolled out in, into a business uh, card. That's what, I, that's what I heard you say to the nice lady at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, that detailed. You know, I held exactly. up the whole fucking yeah. line. <laughs> but listen, it's just something that's like there's something really bad about the state of affairs when Chick-fil-A drive-thrus run better than your country's vaccination clinics. But it's not a surprise, right? These people deal with I mean, when have you went to a Chick-fil-A, honestly, and there's not been a fucking line? There's usually Never. always a line. Wh- whatever it was, it was eight o'clock the other night, right? And I went there's to that Chick-fil-A. People that I, w- I went to that Chick-fil-A when I had you on the phone and there was like six or seven people. And you know what Chick-fil-A does in 10 degree weather? They got these Stand little outside. fucking 16-year-olds out there taking your order fucking in the cold. It's that, wild. To, to to just be clear here. I wasn't to be fair. Were, to be fair. I wasn't saying you were hitting on a 16-year-old. That is not what I was saying. Oh, well, okay. I didn't think about that. Um, no, <laughs> not, I was not. not. Not where I was going with that. No, and I wasn't. Can we Can we make that clear? Correct. Tony was not okay. hitting on anyone underage. I literally said, I, I appreciate of. you. <laughs> that I know of. Absolutely. Um, uh, boy, yeah, we that just is, need to move on from this topic. That is pretty um, good. That, yeah, Chick-fil-A. Listen, if you need someone to, to line manage and line cure. Listen, you and I, pretty good line cures back in the day. Not going to lie. Oh, dude. Sells, sells for leadership fucking up the ass here, buddy. Yeah. So if, if the company or the, 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 not the company, the United States government needs some help <laughs> running some coronavirus vaccines and they want to pay me a cool 80K a year, I'll fucking tell some people when to come, when not to. You know what I mean? Well, the, the priorities are straight for who gets the vaccine, right? I mean, it makes total sense. You got healthcare workers followed by your old people, um, followed by your high what's, risk patients with immune diseases. And then, plan? you know, What's Plan B coronavirus recipients? Well, Plan that's where B I'm is at. a pill. It costs about fifty dollars, <laughs> and it's when you make bad decisions. Okay, <laughs> but listen, uh, you, l- just listen to the order of of importance for the vaccine, right? Okay, healthcare workers, old people, uh, people with immune deficiencies, and then you have smokers. Smokers get priority over healthy people that don't smoke. So, as far as I'm concerned, you and I are going to go to the vaccine clinic. We're going to be like, "Yo, fucking, we pack a day, baby." 
So I've got this Iowa COVID vaccine letter that like says that uh, if I if I I'm part of final phase one B prioritization, where's that fall? Because I can get a COVID vaccine, I believe. I have no idea. Is it because you're essential? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like my boss is, is that for real? Tomorrow. That's dead. I'm dead honest with you. Like I could go get a COVID vaccine right now if I wanted to. Or at least well, you try. Get, you get the first part of it, right? Yeah, two, the, yeah. two well, doses. Here's the thing. No, I'm going to wait. I'm probably going to wait for the Johnson & Johnson single shooter because I'm not trying to. <laughs> <a shooter. laughs> I'm looking you, can't, for the, you can't go twice, but you're good for one. I'll go for <laughs> Listen, yeah. as the wife knows, I'm definitely good for one. I'm not good for two. Mm, I mean, not anymore. <laughs> not, yeah, not, <laughs> hey, you're in your 30s here, bud. We can't, we can't fuck around. Barely good for one. You know what I mean? Yeah, the ticker. You know, you got to take care of the ticker. Got to take care of the ticker. That's not the pretty, ticker. Not the dicker, just the ticker. Yeah, the Johnson and Johnson company. You know the the guys that make the uh, lotion that baby I used to jerk off. I mean, um, the baby oil that I the used to lotion I used to moisturize around my moisturize my body. The baby oil we watch wrestlers rub all over themselves to beat, this, beat themselves up. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, if you're whole coconut, it might be icy hot. You never. That's know. very true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, Pretty- they got the, they got the vaccine coming out. Yeah, so they, they put out the they put out a single use vaccine. They submitted it to the FDA today uh, for review and approval for it to get rolled out. It seemed to have pretty good uh, numbers across the board. Well, um, let's 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 hold that right because we have three vaccines right now on the isn't market. That crazy? That, it feels weird, right? Like, and nobody can get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless you yeah. work for unless you work for Dwayne Johnson. No one, but. no one can get it. Yeah, no one can get it after eight o'clock. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, maybe maybe this it. Johnson and Johnson is the third shift vaccine. You know, maybe they're gonna they're gonna give the I'm less effective here, vaccine to the people. I'm over, the, the here go I'm over here essentially working twelve hours a day, but by the time I'm off work, can't get the vaccine because it's closed. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, uh, I I remember that that was an issue like with working during the pandemic was like, oh, I gotta I gotta be. You know, I got to go to work at Nationwide in the morning. I got to go to work at Best Buy at night. And there's no in-between time. So by the time that I get off work, fucking everything's closed. Everything's closed. Yeah. 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 Um, But listen, as far as effectiveness, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is 66% effective. The minimum standard that the United States government and the FDA set was 50. But the three vaccines that are on the market right now are all in the mid to high 90s. So Johnson and Johnson's coming in like, yo, this is the poor people vaccine here. Government, please approve us. I'm over here going with the, this is the easy vaccine. Not saying it's going to work. It's just the easy one because you only need one of them. Yeah. You know, Pfizer and Moderna, they got the 95, the 94%. Johnson and Johnson's coming in like, yo, D's get degrees. Okay. Well, and and it's going to be stored at normal refrigeration temperature, which I believe the Pfizer one has to be frozen. Yeah. So that's, that's the other thing is like, this is shelf stable in some sense, which is kind of cool, right? It doesn't look, I mean, I don't know. I mean, as long as you keep it cool, it's cool. We're both still on the same page that we're getting this motherfucker. Are we? Right? Are we both getting beer burps right now already? Oh yeah, a little little bit of beer burps going on. We're we're both getting this fucking vaccine though, right? I I don't know when I'm gonna get it because I'm not in any category. Listen, I'm yeah, I'm, you, I'm white. You, I'm thirty. I'm a non-smoker, and, you don't, and I'm you don't not essential. Your, you don't leave your house, so we understand. I might not tell that to the people that determine <laughs> if I get the vaccine, though. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm out clubbing all the time, baby. <laughs> I'm a two-pack a day, man. You know what I mean? I'm out there fucking licking people's faces. Hook me up. <laughs> you want your asshole licked? <laughs> COVID spreads by the asshole, right? Tell them that. That's that's how. That's the only way I'm going to be able to keep licking I it. will tongue punch your fart box to get a vaccine. You understand what I'm saying right uh, now? You remember the tongue punch fart box? I mean, that was good times when I, when I was... 
running that <laughs> running that dialogue back in the Best Buy days. <laughs> so good. Fucking piece of candy. I'll tongue punch your fart box. Fart box. Listen, piece we are not candy. I think disclosure, we're not those people anymore, okay, people? We're we're much more mature, <laughs> obviously. Definitely. You listen to you've listened listen to eighty three other episodes of this podcast. We are you know we've grown up, yeah. I mean, we're fucking Ivy League up here, bud. <laughs> we went to Harvard now. You know what I mean? Absolutely fucking a lot, look at, lot look, of fart bucks punching in Harvard. <laughs> look at Tony's wearing a polo. How do you not trust a guy in a polo? Well, you can't I can't dispute that. I know I, you have, can. I have no argument. <laughs> I also had a polo on. I took mine off like a decent human being. So you can trust me more. I think that should maybe. I think subconsciously you just hate your job more. No, I think I. I think subconsciously I. I let me let me let me lay down on the mat here, uh, uh, Professor. What I'm going to tell you is I think I liken wearing a polo to Best Buy, and boy, I hated wearing a polo. Mm. So <laughs> you, have some, you have some deep seated, deep seated uh, regret and resentment. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, hashtag no ragrats. Okay, no ragrats, Betty. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, I felt obligated to give you all a stock gate update. How's the Dogecoin, bud? Uh, I cashed out. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you did. You probably didn't cash out at the right time, though, did you? I no, no. I mean, I was up. I think at the end of that podcast last week, I was up maybe like eight or nine hundred bucks on on the Doge. Uh, I ended up cashing out. Dogecoin dipped back down over the next day or two. I cashed out with like three hundred dollars in profit. Now. Big problem here is I pushed that money into GameStop. Um, oh boy, which, no, which has Tony. just continued to fall. I cash back out at at even, so I have gained no money. I have lost no money in this. Okay, overall. well that makes me feel better for you then. Yeah, so I, Do- I'm doing Dogecoin. Fine. If you if you cash out at eight cents, but you'd have been doing okay. It hasn't gone back up to eight cents. I it has not much. gone back up. Well, Elon Musk it like was like, oh yeah, buy Dogecoin, and then immediately was like, no, actually go buy. Uh, uh, the big one. I can't think what the fuck Bitcoin, it's called. Bitcoin, Ethereum. Bitcoin, yeah. And he was yeah. like, and then Bitcoin jumped back up. Yeah, you know, that's... Uh, the conventional wisdom for the average uh, retail investor might be like, hey, all these celebrities are talking about it. Let me go buy some, right? Like, it's obviously a good investment, but the 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 actual logical thinking is just like, that's like a, a very temporary influx, right? And then things dip back down, as happened with Dogecoin, as happened with... Uh, GameStop and uh, et cetera, right? But GameStop's on on the fall. It closed market today under fifty bucks. If you can believe that, I, I can. I mean, the the rug was going to get pulled out eventually, right? Like it was going to happen. Um, uh, and yeah. people are people are still saying to hold. Like it, that that's still a thing. So dumb dumb things. Dumb dumb people. Yeah, I, I could I could see it getting back up to the hundreds. I, I don't see it jumping back up to three hundred and three hundred four hundred dollars. There was a lot of comparison to. Uh, GameStop in reference to in 2008, there was a very similar market situation with Volkswagen where there was a short squeeze and a short sell of that stock. And then it, it skyrocketed up into like the, the mid hundreds up almost up to a thousand dollars. And so people are like, okay, GameStop is taking a very similar trajectory. If you look at the stock line on it. So today and yesterday were supposed to be the day, but it just kept going down and, I follow these guys, Wall Street bets on Reddit, the whole subreddit that started this movement for GameStop and some other stocks. And there are people on there putting up crazy ass, crazy ass numbers and screenshots. One guy that's on there that's like a pretty, I guess, a pretty popular poster. He put in $35,000 at roughly $9 a share 
at the peak of GameStop, he showed a screenshot that he had over $5.3 million, right, in returns Holy on that. Holy shit. And then he posted a screenshot at the end of market today where his his investment account is down to a little over 300000 So he's, st- he's still up like two hundred seventy grand, but he left $5 million on the table. Yeah. Because that's what greed will do to you, bud. Yep. You, I, I told you last week, bud, you just got to cash it out. I mean, listen, there's a difference between... Nine hundred bucks and five million. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can't not, retire on nine hundred. I could re- literally retire on five million dollars. There's not a chance in the world that if you said, "Hey, there's a chance that you could have five million dollars and cash it," there's also a chance it could go f- even further. I'm the guy playing prices right that's going, "Give me my fucking five million dollars. Go fuck yourself." When it's nine hundred bucks, I can say, "Hold the line." When it's five million, I'm like, "Okay, fucking peace oh. out." I'm saying buy me a mansion. True that. Have you been following um, Elon Musk and like his journey to Mars? That dude the is last few years fucking twacked out of his mind. No, I do not listen to him. You, much are you him. really serious? You think he's I, twacked out? I oh, dude, I think that dude is fucking like he's big braining, bud, and I I'm just not there for it. So last last December he made some some waves because he said. That by 2026, he believes we can have manned, humanly manned spacecrafts on Mars. It's going to be a long time, he says, before we can actually habitate on Mars. But he thinks that by 2026, we can have people traveling to Mars. Now, that's crazy, right? I I think that's crazy. But in the last, uh, that was, I think, December of 2019, he said that. Maybe I said last year, but, you know, fuck 2020. Um but him and Jeff Bezos both have an heavy billions of dollars invested into space programs. Have you been following any of like the recent space launches and like space returns of these rockets? Um, I, I I watched the one over the summer in like July. I think it was the SpaceX yeah, flight. Yeah. The, well, there's been a bunch recently where. Oh yeah. I, recently, but I, I want to say there's one over the summertime or something like that that we watched last year. Could be. Yeah. Um, uh, in collaboration with the story we'll talk about with Jeff Bezos. So Jeff Bezos is part of a uh, a rocket company. I can't think of the name. Blue Origin, I think, is the name of it. And then Elon Musk has founded SpaceX, right? And their whole mission is to explore space and, like, find other colonies that we can live on and all that stuff. But they're kind of going, like, they're kind of having a dick cock match, dick swinging match about who can achieve the most. It's almost like, the Cold War all over, or the space race all over again from the 60s. And um, they're shooting these rockets up into orbit, and the big goal is to get them down safely. So right now, all of our space flight, when you come back into orbit, the whole thing goes kaput and you eject, right? That's the whole, like, Apollo missions you've all yep, seen on TV. Yep. I could tell you a little bit about it. Um, but they want to return these spacecrafts, like, safely down to the ground, and they... They just keep wrecking these multi-million dollar rockets, hundreds of millions of dollars, and they just fall to the ground and explode in a huge fireball. It's it's wild shit, man. It's I love the idea of space. I've always been infatuated with space, and like I don't know that I could go to space. I, I'm I'm a little more of an LB about that, but I love the idea of space and getting somewhere other than our own habitated planet. Um, so I, I'm in for whatever. Whoever's going to win this race, I'm there for it. 
it's I it's just crazy to think like I I wouldn't have thought two years ago that in our lifetime we would have people going to Mars, but it seems well within the likelihood that we will. How is it that we might have people on Mars but no flying cars? Where the fuck's oh, my flying car? I just like my mind's just blown. To be <laughs> like, honest with you, I just like, like <laughs> I just had to think about that for a second. Like, wow, that is kind of like, crazy. We're talking about putting people on Mars and have a flying car. Like, I, I mean, hmm. if there was one thing in my childhood that I was really expecting to happen by the time I was probably thirty or four, and it could I'm forty. I, I don't know. That's a little excessive, but I really hmm. thought flying cars were going to be there, man. I really did. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I was, what hoverboard, maybe like an actual hoverboard. I, I would love a hoverboard. I don't give a fuck what it is, but like, give me some kind of power technology and we got nothing. We got jetpacks. Those, those are kind of becoming a thing. Like actual jetpacks. Yeah, I mean, sure. The water-based ones. I don't see about a regular one, but yeah. No. Yeah. They're, they're water-based. The water-based ones. Yeah. That, that seems fun as fuck though. To be honest it does that. seem really cool. I mean, I don't think it's going to lift an FPOS like you or me, but it's pretty cool looking. Wow. You went there. All right. I did. I did. Listen, it doesn't matter how much you weigh. It's just how hard can you squirt the water. Oh, I can squirt pretty hard, bud. Fucking <laughs> this fucking episode, bud. I don't, like. <laughs> I can squirt pretty hard. Is that is that a title? Are we going with that? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm gonna down. just like chalk it up here. Down. I can squirt, squirt pretty hard. Pretty hard, bud. That's a good one, bud. Oh, fucking I listen. Figure it out, bud. What what are your plans for Sunday for the bowl um, and supers? Yeah, the Super Bowl, man. We, no, whoa, 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 big game. Okay. Oh, we yeah, don't we yeah, don't have the express yeah, written yeah. permission of the NFL to use the term. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, so for the big game, the game that is like a like a bowl, but not quite Uber. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have these super bowls of food. Yeah, uh, I'm for the Uber bowl. Uh, I'm probably gonna do some wings. Uh, probably gonna do some cheese dip. Probably do some, uh, some some meatballs, but you know I was gonna okay. do a brisket. Like brisket was a big thing, but Tony, I don't know if you checked the forecast, but it's gonna be like negative seventy five on Sunday. <laughs> it's not gonna be that bad. You fucking no, dramatic little bitch. But it's gonna be uh, fucking cold though, bud. Yeah, I got scheduled to work Sunday, and I Did really didn't really? want to because I wanted to smoke some ribs. But um, yeah, I mean I'm not that concerned. I got some wings. I got uh, some homemade pizza type stuff. I think that'll be fine. You know, what high I mean? of four, high of four degrees, low of negative three on Sunday. Like, come on, bud. I'm not going to smoke a brisket in that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you definitely could, but it's 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 going to your smoker is going to be hurting. Yeah, it's going to be churning and hurting. I mean, the fact that we come out of uh, Groundhog Day from an 18 degrees today to next week where the highs are all single digits, mm-hmm. we've got a fucking problem here, bud. But you are going to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we're talking Super Bowl stuff here. I, I've changed my stance. I've, I've walked it back a little bit, Tony. Is that what you want to hear? I've walked it back. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. Oh, my fucking ears are coming. It's so good to hear. And I'm going to root for the Chiefs. All right? That it, it hurts. Mm. It hurts me to admit, Tony. Are you bad? 38-28, I believe is what I said to you last week. I'm holding. I'm holding. Like the game Hold the line. I'm Hold holding. the line, motherfucker. 38-28, Chiefs. Fuck Tom Brady. I hope he gets put into a casket this weekend. Between 38 and 28, I mean, that's that might be what you can buy GameStop, GameStop <laughs> stock for here soon. So. Uh, 38, 28, I think that's too high. I think we talked about this last week. I think that's we did, way yeah. too many points. I think I said 17 to 23 or something. The rent is too damn high. 
True that. Uh, so just just you and the fam bam at home then, huh? Yeah, so, um, I mean, on a personal level, yeah, uh, some some things going on here with, uh, with the, the coconut's father, uh, unfortunately. Okay. So he won't be able to make it. Sounds like uh, her mom and her brother might come over. We'll probably FaceTime her dad, who is up at the hospital right now. Um, gotcha. So uh, talk to him a little bit, you know, just make sure he's doing okay. But, yeah, probably just... You know, the family might get hold of my dad, who I found out today got fired from his job. So, you know, oh, really? Yeah, we'll see. And things are things are a little tumultuous right now. The Vans household, button. Listen, The Rock gives back. Okay, that's Just true. Like, call I him up. Get, I should get a hold of Dwayne. Maybe he'll help me. Yeah, I saw. I saw he's out there making TikToks today. I'm sure he's got. He's got some love. Uh, plenty in his heart, of time. You know? Plenty of time. He's got. Uh, so I just want to make sure that like I have your complete permission to just text you and shit all over you when Tom Brady wins his, his seventh ring. You have exactly two text messages that you can send me about the Super Bowl if Tom Brady wins. Exactly two. Because ask okay. me how much I truly give a shit, and it's it's pretty low. I don't, listen, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Pretty low. But you get two. We're locking that in. Two text messages? Two text messages. Okay. I just want, I'm going to hit the sound. Want to let you know that you did not specify a character limit, okay? <laughs> that's but, true. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that's true. Um, and there's nothing in that agreement that says that I can't just like, you know, skip a couple lines, start a new paragraph in the same text. I, listen, so, if you want to write me a diatribe about how Tom Brady's the goat and I'm an idiot for not picking it, t- picking him, go for it. So your 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 score. Part of the 20, fun is actually bl- literally blowing up your phone though. Twenty. Like I know. Text that's, after another. I know. That's why two text messages and that's all you get. Like, you said twenty three seventeen Tampa Bay. Something like that, I think, is what I said last week. Yeah, but All I right. think Tampa Bay is going to win. All right. Um, alluded to this earlier, but Bezos, he's out, baby. No longer the CEO of Amazon. Big here deal. Pretty soon. Big deal. I mean, kind of big really, deal, yeah. Really, it isn't. Like, I mean, really, it boils down to it. The dude's still making an ass load of money. He he's really just taking away his day to day options of what he needs to do as a CEO. He's still going to be on right. the board and in charge of a lot of that shit. So. He sure. took the company to be a trillion dollar evaluation this past year. I mean, truly one of the like people always say like, oh, Rockefeller was the biggest, you know, like uh, like business businessman of all time. I don't know, man. Fucking Bezos. <laughs> He's Be- got, Bezos might be it, dude. He might be on fucking the Mount Rushmore at the very least. But I think so. Um, He's stepping down to pursue other passions is his official stance. Uh, a lot of people speculate very highly that that is, in fact, Blue Orbit, the rocket ship company that he's uh, heavily invested in. You don't think he'll try to run for office? I, I mean, <laughs> listen, maybe. Uh, I can see it, he'd, he'd actually be a qualified businessman. Of, of, uh, Other than our fucking, last guy? Un, uh, yeah, unlike don't, fucking don't Orange Popsicle. Don't, don't, I was going to say, don't say his name, please. God, fucking Agent, Agent Orange. Fucking, Agent Orange, bud. Fucking Chick-fil-A sauce on top of my head, motherfucker. I, lo- I do love some Chick-fil-A sauce. Let's be honest here. Yeah, love listen, when she sauce. gives me the extra Chick-fil-A sauce, <laughs> I, I really do appreciate her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, kind of a big deal. Amazon stock, actually, not that... Like, it didn't really move, which is kind of kind of surprising when the CEO of the company says fucking peace out but uh things things it's in different Amazon when, are crazy. it's different when you're the guy and you're just like hey i'm stepping back versus getting fired you know what i mean right i would be surprised if you ran for office but bezos now is uh in the midst of other like very successful ceos that just stepped away from their company a la 
Bill Gates, you know what I mean? So right. he's he's in that think, very premier company. I, I read like Zuckerberg's the last kind of big CEO standing right now. Yeah, I mean, and then there's a noticeable drop down to guys like Jack Dorsey. You know what sure. I mean? Old Twitter Jack. Twitter and Twitch and, and uh, Instagram and all that stuff. I mean, like all those people that are in court. The Google CEOs, I can't think of his name, but he's, you know, he's still on on and kicking. But um Amazon is like unfuckwithable in the market. I mean, they they control their own destiny, so wouldn't be surprised at all if they continue to grow and make more, more and more money. To be, be honest with you, I mean they've got the they've, they've got the fuck you money to do whatever they wanted to. Oh, definitely big dick money for sure. Hey, last little bit of uh, tech news here. You gonna buy this Apple VR headset? I don't even have a regular VR, so I'm not buying an Apple one. But you're part of the Apple ecosystem, Derek. I, I, yeah, I am, Tony. I am. You're right. Uh, but at the price point of what? Uh, it's roughly ten times three hundred dollars. <laughs> and that would be Tony for the for the math aficionados around here. Uh, that would be somewhere in the roundabout area <laughs> of ten GameStop shares when uh-huh. I originally bought GameStop. Uh huh. So what you're trying to say is you're talking a VR headset for three thousand dollars. Yeah, three thousand bucks. I mean, that's like a down payment on a car. Now, granted, a, a, an Oculus Quest is three hundred dollars. That is uh, that's affirmative, sir. Which is another VR headset. That's ten percent. That's one GameStop share. That's very true. So what we're saying here is is much like everything else, Apple charges. It's outrageously priced i think that's par for apple though i mean two thousand dollar macbook versus a two hundred dollar netbook i mean you know what i mean i'm buying that macbook all day chromebook yeah i mean three thousand dollars now it's gonna have 14 screens or panels in it. it's gonna support 8k resolution it's gonna have a, uh, a dozen plus cameras that it uses to map out your environment it sounds like a fucking experience I mean, it probably will be, but here's the thing. We've heard about Apple making vehicles, no Apple yeah. cars yet. We've like heard about Apple televisions. We, we've heard about Apple making actual televisions. That ain't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Th- this is just kind of the next in the line of like, hey, they're probably testing this out and it might be really close, but will it actually go to market at $3,000? I doubt it. Mm, I mean, I wonder, right? Because I mean, they, they just have like that niche market. Like that that MacBook Tower or that Mac Tower they put out a couple of years ago that was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was what like seven grand or something crazy yeah, like that really that was stupid amount for like two thousand yeah. dollars people fucking bought it they did so I think it's completely possible to see something like this happen what I thought was interesting was like some of these concept drawings it looks like they're using the same type of like silicone bands as you see on their Apple An Apple Watch and shit. yeah uh, fucking like. That would piss me. That would like actually trigger me if I bought something for three thousand dollars and it looked the same as a ten dollar silicone band. <laughs> I'd be like, no, this thing needs to be fucking made of gold. Right. Okay. Um. Like, what? What would you even play with a three thousand dollar headset? My with myself probably. You you know what is going to happen? All the VR, all the VR porn, bud. Absolutely, there's going to be eight. All the VR porn. Yeah. All the VR porn. I'm gonna get the best fucking hand job of my life in VR. <laughs> We 
got to talk a little TV, a uh, little, little uh, action Jackson here. You like WandaVision? I, man, I am really enjoying WandaVision. I'll be honest with you. I, I, am, I, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I kind of knew what to expect, and I'm still blown away, if that makes any sense. Yeah, the last episode, and I don't want to like say spoilers, but I mean, it re- it went from zero to a hundred real fucking quick. Oh yeah, I mean, this is the first episode outside of the whole like ecosystem that they were building inside of the, the house, weird seventies TV, fifties, sixties, and so soon to be seventies TV show um, that they've been building. So they, this this was the first episode of WandaVision episode four that made me go. Oh, this is connected. Absolutely, this is absolutely a Marvel television show. Yeah, so I'm I'm like really excited to see what happens tomorrow. But um, big speculation came from Elizabeth Olsen out on Twitter, like during an interview or whatever. She says that there's going to be a cameo at the end of season one of WandaVision that is going to rival the Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian cameo. I think that is hyperbole. <laughs> I really do. I'm sorry. I don't understand that word. Derek, can you please speak to me like a five-year-old? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That would be uh, bullshit, uh, I believe is what I'm trying to say. That's so, big, big surprise. There's no fucking way you're hitting on the fandom and ridiculousness of dropping Luke Skywalker at the end of Mandalorian at all, ever. It's a good conversation to have, though, right? Because who it, it, would it be ignites, the It ignites the fanboys, right? It ignites the, the nerds like you and I who are like, all right, motherfucker. Like, let's call your bluff here. Like, what? What is a big? What is a Luke Skywalker Marvel surprise in the can, in the canon of Wandavision? Yeah, uh, and I mean, there's definitely we talked a little bit. There's definitely like the absurd, just kind of funny ones. Like when I said Channing Tatum's Gambit, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, the movie that never got made. Right, exactly. But there's more realistic ones, and there's ones that are really like, ooh, that would be a huge swerve. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm firmly in the camp that it's going to be her brother, which is not Quite a big de- not a big deal. Aaron Taylor Johnson, not a big deal. Um, th- they've already planted seeds for that. I, I, Who's I, in, in our universe, Universe 616 or whatever it's called, uh, dead. Deader in the doornail. Died yep. died in the Ultron movie, right? Yep. But with the introduction of the multiverse, very Could be much alive. alive. And then the other one that I threw out at you was I thought it'd be really cool if they introduced the mutants. And yeah. the coolest mutant in the world is Weapon X himself, Wolverine Logan. Um, and that mm-hmm. would like that would get people losing their fucking minds if the guy who said, I'm done and made a maybe one of the most amazing comic book movies of all time came back for something random like this, which is why I don't think it'll happen, but that'd be dope. And then my offshoot was Batman, which will never happen, but that'd be really cool. <laughs> Batman would be pretty, pretty funny though. Like, yeah. like, and I said to you, like, that would be, I mean, universe that would be actually changing. what that would actually be way beyond Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that would be Batman. universe changing. Yeah, a crossover between DC and Marvel. Like, get the fuck it's got to happen eventually, right? Like, that's the comic book thing. Like, the crossover finally happened, and that was a big they, deal. They so. definitely did it. Yeah, so they I mean, did it in yeah. the comics. So, yeah. I don't know. I I thought you, uh, you, if we're know, going mutants, I was like Magneto would be fucking dope. Ian McKellen because, because in the comic books he is her, right? Or father. even if we got Michael Fassbender, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, that, one or both. Yeah, or oh, or, or both. Oh, fuck, or both. Or both. Yeah, we're both. Wow, my mind just like kind of skipped. They could do the same thing with James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart, which would be cool too. 
Or they could do all four of them. That'd be fucking oh, sweet. Sure, sure, bud. Sure. A little sprinkle on them, maybe, uh, maybe a little. Uh, uh, who's the Who's the short guy that was in those movies that played Tyrion? Fuck Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I, I had a brain fart there, bud. Um, it would be really cool to introduce the mutants, especially since they that new mutants movie was a complete flop that Sony did. Um, and and they want to introduce the mutants into like the the MCU proper. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be all right. Got a little Frasier action here, Derek. Dude, were you a big Frasier fan? I, I, I We've felt had like... this discussion. I, I want you to know that we talked about this a few months ha- ago on the show. Have we? Okay. Yeah. And yes, I all liked right. Frasier quite a bit. Kelsey Grammer. Yep. You know, Niles Crane was my dude. Yep. And is there is there new information available on this the, on this, this uh, Frasier? The new information watch? is that Par- yeah, Paramount Plus is looking to do a revival of actual like Kelsey Grammer, Niles, uh, in, in the gang. I believe their father, the yeah, the play their dad is dead, if I'm not mistaken. So um, uh, let me let me yeah. look up what Kelsey Grammer even looks like in 2021. I just want to know like, oh, you know oh, what? Listen, he's man, kind of oh, a, he's kind of a really handsome old man. He's yeah, he's a good looking dude. Um, I will say, fucking Kelsey Grammer, the original Beast, bud. Give him the love. Oh yeah, from don't the you remember? Trill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sen- the fucking senator. Yeah, right? bud. Yeah, no, not the senator. No, no, no. The senator turned into the blob, dude. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. But he was it like, was just, he was like Secretary of Defense or something crazy, right? He was just Hank McCoy, man. No, but he was like involved in the government. He was like. He, he held was some yeah. sort of position. He was some kind of yeah, and as Hank McCoy, like he definitely p- did some shit. Like he was somebody important within the X Men universe. Okay, well, go find the old episode where we talked about Frazier. Fucking figure it out, bud. Now this story here, little Lord of the Rings trilogy remaster. That this kind is of me. this has got me trip. rocked up to be honest with you. Like I, I haven't watched those movies. Like. And we've said this so many times, Tony, and like we always end up just playing video games together, which is great. <laughs> but if we were ever to record like some shit as we watched it, yeah, I, I haven't watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I'm not lying to you, probably a decade plus. I'm trying to think of like when the last time I've seen them is. It's probably been five or six years. Um, now we already established we ain't going to the fucking movie theater, big movie theater. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, can't do that. This ain't but, the, this ain't the one, bud. Right. These came out in 2001 through 2003. Yeah, one, two, and three, bud. Like, and grossed 20 years, huh? And grossed almost three billies. That's a lot, man. I'm That's just a trying lot to, of money, dude. I, I, what I can tell you that I remember about the Lord of the Rings is um, I, I wanted to see it so bad because I had read The Hobbit and um, knew about the Lord of the Rings books. I had Barbara pack me up in the old fucking 98 old Chevy. 98 Chevy Cavalier, baby. We went down to the Copper Creek. She dropped me off because she could not be fucking bothered to watch this movie. Uh, Picked me up a few hours later. So I I went on my own to watch the original Lord of the Ring movie, Fellowship of the Ring. And then I went back again like three days later and watched it a second time. That's how much I was into the movie. I want to say that I saw all of them with my cousins because they were huge Tolkien fans like they had read the books and I was like I don't fucking know what this is but I like movies and so we go I've got cousins that are huge token fans too (laughs) no that's my brother um 
but just the i mean that first movie just captivates you if you're a, if you're a fantasy fan like it just captivates True. the fuck out of you and the cast of characters from elijah e. mckellen live viggo mortensen was fucking tits you know sean Astin, sean bean I mean, maybe yeah come on sean bean getting wrecked again andy circus hugo weaving fucking megatron like come on man yeah I mean that is a who's who of it is Christopher crazy Lee, Billy Boyd, Dominic Monaghan. Like there, there's just the cast is just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so we should actually talk about the story. Apparently, right? say, the, the idea that they are remastering this in in IMAX is right. fucking insane to me. I wonder how that really works, right? Because you know it's not uncommon that they'll take films that were shot on actual film which is like Lord of the Rings. A lot of pretty much all of Peter Jackson's is actually on film. So it's not uncommon that they will take the original film proofs from a movie and they will remaster them into, you know, uh, HDR or like 1080p and then 4k and maybe down the line 8k because it's like, this is the Ross, like what your eye saw film footage. But I wonder how they do that for like IMAX. Cause those are like specialized cameras that are, they shoot in such a, a much larger, larger format. Uh, yeah, they shoot in a in a much wider angle. Uh, so it's, I, I don't really know what I the remember, steps. I remember are seeing. There. Yeah, I remember, I remember seeing the the first IMAX camera I think I ever saw was when Nolan was doing it for the Dark Knight or Batman Begins. I can't remember which. And I was just like, this fucking camera is massive. Like, holy oh, shit! Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the story just says, hey, Peter Jackson has remastered this himself digitally uh in 4k so it will be interesting to see like is this a coat of paint like can you tell the you know can you see where it's cracking a little bit because it's not a real 4k shot or 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 is it good enough that hey we fucking looks pretty seamless we'll find out tomorrow because fellowship of the ring hits imax tomorrow and then two towers and return of the king is a week later I I don't think there's any doubt that um, it'll look amazing. I mean, if you look at just the the precedents like uh, the precedents that's out there, the Dark Knight trilogy was all shot on com- completely on film. That was remastered into 4K and looks just fucking bonkers good. Um, and even like tr- crazy old movies. Like I remember when 4K was really popping off. One of the first like old school old school movies that came out on 4K was Taxi Driver, and I was blown away by how good it looked. Like quite literally, if if you're shot on film and they have really good quality original film footage of a movie or a TV show, it can be immediately remastered into 4K. I mean, like that's just the way film works. So yeah, I would not be surprised at all if this looks crazy good. What excites me is that whenever this comes home, right? Like I I believe I own all three extended editions of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, um, I have the so collector's I'm, box, which is the extended versions. They're all like six hours long. Oh my god, it's ridiculous! Um, yeah. But I, I would love to watch all these in 4K. Like that has got me pretty rocked up. I'm excited about that. Hey, Rhonda. Hey, precious. So good, dude. So fat habitses. Andy Circus, dude. I mean, like we're, we're, I mean, we are, we're sleeping really, on this guy, dude. Uh, Circus is dope, dude. Like he's done. You're gonna so look cool back things. in time and just because of the fact that he wasn't physically in these movies and and TV shows and video games, you're gonna forget the fact that that guy's like one of the goats in our generation. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Um, we got some gaming news we got to get to. Kind of a lightning round here, right? Daddy. I think so. Right. Hey, Dad. 
saying goodbye to the kiddos. Yep, they're going to bed. Good night, kiddos. Good night, night, Tony. Good night, Jolene. Good night, Jolene. He says, "I'll tell Ted what's up. No big deal." Oh, he'll he'll tell tell Ted you said hi. Ugh, don't say that. That's gross. <laughs> so you you wrong. So so lightning round. <laughs> lightning round. <laughs> you had this story wrong earlier, as you wrote down that Gearbox had purchased uh, uh, Nordic THQ Nordic. No, no, no. Yeah. Gearbox was bought by uh, the M. What I say, the Embracer Group is that what that right. says? Uh, you're a little conglomerate right there. Uh, Embracer Group who owns a shit ton of like middling studios, including THQ, uh, THQ Nordic. Nordic. Yep. So yeah. kind of crazy that Gearbox had been solo for this long, honestly, with the success of Borderlands One and Two, right. um, and the deal is worth just um, a, quite a, a bit of money, billion couple, dollars, yeah, almost I mean. two billion and a half dollars. Um, right. So I mean. Good for them. I'm not sure what matters or what that means for the future of Gearbox, but uh, I assume it means a lot less worries and, and concerns for, for Randy Pitchford, who uh, is, mm. you know, just kind of a piece of shit, honestly. So, I mean, it, I hope that it means that we get a better Borderlands game. Like, 3 was amazing as far as the playability in the game. I like, yeah, the, I think all the, three of those games are really good. The story was just absolute garbage. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Drink, like drink it down, baby. A- absolutely. I mean, Borderlands is not a game you go to for a story like some ham fistedness, some ridiculousness, way over the top. Like that's what right. you're there for. That's a game that if it gets down to like ten or fifteen bucks on Series X, I'm definitely gonna buy it and replay it. Uh, side note, I don't think we talked about this last week. Speaking of Borderlands, though, Kevin Hart as Roland. Come on, dude. Like, if we you did ever want to make, did we talk about that? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive, and you shit on it. Okay, I was just yeah. gonna double shit on it again. Fuck Kevin okay. Hart. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much how last week went. Thank you okay, for good. recapping. Yep. Uh, Apex Legends. You remember that game that we keep saying we're going to fucking play? I love Apex Legends. It was my second most played game of uh, 2020 based on my PlayStation log. Uh, oh, really? What was your number one? Uh, was it 400 hours of Warzone? <laughs> was that what it was? Was it, was it how much I played Skyrim, but you yeah. in Warzone? I anyway i like warzone fuck you. apex apex i feel like might be a little on your horizon because it's coming to the switch in march and so pretty, you're gonna be able to play it in bed yeah pretty excited about this i mean the kids were pretty excited about it because they love apex and it was rumored to come out last year then it got pushed to the fall and then it got pushed to in you know whenever and so good to see respawn making making good with their claim that they're going to bring it to the switch and it's coming out in just a month is is Apex season next gen? Eight, season eight just launched. It did just launch, yeah, with a new hero too. Yeah. Is uh, is Apex like Series X and PS Five like updated? Don't think so. I mean, it's going to upscale to whatever it's outputting, but it's not like for Series X or for PS Five. Yeah. So the okay, I'm just reading an article. It's planned for mid year that they're going to be updating it and enhancing it for the new yeah. consoles. Mm, interesting. Um, okay, moving on from Apex. Listen, I, I wouldn't mind getting back into Apex, to be I, honest I with love, you. Yeah, Apex is great. Love it. Best. We, it is we're, we're just best, never going to do it. It's the best Battle Royale out there. Okay, no, that's not true, but thank you. It is, it is. No, I mean, listen, I'm glad that you have your opinion. I'm just letting you know that your opinion's wrong. Uh, best, uh, best feeling, best movement, just overall, but the best. 
All right, you're up for this next one. Uh, all right, so Judgment, which is a uh, game by the folks who bring you the Yakuza games, uh, right. it is also getting a remaster in the PS5, Xbox Series X vicinity, or rather upgrade. So mm-hmm. if you haven't played Judgment, really cool game. Way more serious than the Yakuza games. A uh, little more Phoenix Wright-ish because of the courtroom style stuff, which there isn't a bunch of. Uh, right. But I played and beat that game really good game i wish i'd have given it more time because there's like 80 hours of content in that game and i think i finished in like 40 yeah i mean i saw a couple screen caps and it looks pretty crisp yeah real good uh no interest from me that's my update on there fair enough i know you're excited about this this right here mass effects the legendary edition which is something that we know has been coming it got it got announced recently but now they're putting out details of kind of what that entails that's Bioware, by the way. Is that still like is Bioware doing the remaster internally? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So you're getting Bio, you're getting a Mass Effect one, two, three, over fifty downloadable content uh, options and story missions, um, all remastered into four K sixty frames per second, and that is coming out May fourteenth. Pretty excited about this because I have I, I own the Mass Effect trilogy on PS three. Mm-hmm but I never played them more than about an hour and I never finished them. So I am pretty excited about this remaster. Definitely going to pick it up. Whether I'll get through all three of them, I don't know, uh, but yeah. I am pretty excited about this. I've been telling you for a while since it's been on game pass that you need to hop into these. Um, and you know, now that we know that something much better is coming in may, I'm going to say to hold off, but there, there are some screen caps, like some comparisons to the original and like the remaster, the work that they've done on, the original game is like it's it's really good it's not going to blow your mind because there's only so much you can do with graphics that, from yeah, 2007 old. but uh the second game and then the third game they've they've made it so that all three of the games play the same the, the controls and things like that are the same your character is more customizable and we're ca- will carry over throughout all of the games so there's definitely a lot to be liked here and this is i think you could argue one of the most beloved trilogies of all time so i would say so i mean mass effect 2 is looked at as like one of the goats right martin sheen baby yeah buddy do you even know because you didn't play no. it but you no, probably I don't, don't. no nope. yeah no you really don't the mysterious man but uh yeah I, I i don't think he's i think it's the mysterious i don't think he's called the mysterious man there's a different name for him no it's not called the mysterious man the man in the chair or something crazy like that but um this is this is a game that i could like see a lot of value for 60 bucks I think so. I mean, I'm I'm already all in, and I've never played one of these games really, so I'm I'm there for it. I hope you actually buy it, and that you literally actually play it. To be honest, I will. With you. Yeah, I will. I, I think I think it'll change how you feel about video games. Period. It's that it's that impactful. Uh, that seems a little ridiculous, but I, I will I will take you at your word. Okay, good. Because well, give me another idea of a game that you've played that's a Bioware game that has that feel. Because you didn't play Kotor. No, I mean, I, I would say Dragon Age Origins. I was like, "Holy shit! Like, what is this?" Yeah, but that plays that plays different. I mean, I, it kind of it kind of is this like it's, it's not it's this a kind different of game, world. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's not this kind of game for sure. But I, you said Bioware game, and I mean, that's the other Bioware okay. games I right, played. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and even that you didn't play. You played you didn't play Dragon Age? Did you play Dragon I, Age two? No, I did not. I skipped two and started three and didn't finish it. You didn't play? Yeah, you didn't really play much of Inquisition, right? Correct. Wow. Yeah, you're fuck you're fucking up here, bud. You're sleeping on Bioware. <laughs> be honest with you. Uh, I mean, listen, I think I'm doing okay. 
fucking playing bug snacks. Oh, I'm doing okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Activision, uh, you know, the company that's in charge of Call of Duty, uh-huh. Modern Warfare. I do. They, uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, this is laughable, to be honest. They come out this week like some fucking grand achievement that they banned 60,000 cheaters. It's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot. To be fair, that is, a, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, but dude, listen, they don't do IP bans, right? They do account bans, which means all 60,000 of these motherfuckers just can create a brand new account and keep on cheating. Now, maybe they lose some of their stats, like their, their, uh, achievements or whatever. They, they certainly lose anything that they paid for their battle passes, all their skins, whatever, but you can just make another fucking account and keep on cheating. And that's probably what they're going to do. You know what I mean? That's probably what they're going to do. And Activision, in collaboration with, it used to be Treyarch, and now it's uh, um, Ravensoft, but in collaboration with these teams that are running and developing Warzone and continuing to develop it, they say, hey, we're going to put a, an extra emphasis on monitoring these cheaters, okay? Fucking extra emphasis. We're going to uh, beef up our anti-cheat. And uh, like the internet was just like, what? You have an anti cheat? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, clearly no fucking don't. shot. Absolutely not. There's no, there's no anti cheat in this game. Like, it, like they don't even have fucking Norton in this game. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how unprotected that Warzone is from cheaters. Yeah, they're not so, taking the free six months of Trend Micro that I'm trying to give them yeah, for, ab- for buying, a, for buying a laptop. No fucking, no fucking shot. So it was all kind of just like, okay, good, good sentiment, but. Fucking dog shit. Trash, like trash until they actually put an anti-cheat into these games. You know, it, people forget that Warzone doesn't even have a streamer mode, which pretty much every other popular battle royale or arena battler has. They all Valorant, uh, Rogue Company, Fortnite, uh, you name it. There's a mode that you can hide your screen name, you can hide um, you can create a generic uh display name so that streamers who are the ones that are making it very apparent to the public that there is a ton of cheaters in Warzone. They can't even hide themselves. You know what I mean? So you're stuck watching these really popular streamers and all you're, they do all day is get shit on. Your boy Nick Mertz like pulled out of a tournament because of cheaters, right? He he hasn't played a tournament in a few months. Yeah. He, he, there, there's just, there's too many cheaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just, yeah. that is the facts of it. Um, so anyway, Activision, you know, thumbs up. A for effort, uh, fucking F for development Follow and deployment. Up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm not done with this Activision, okay? It's bad enough that you have fucking cheaters in this game, but take aside the cheaters, right? Even if this game didn't have any cheaters at all, you still have just game-breaking bugs. The stem glitch is back for the eighth time. Hear me again, eighth time that stem glitch is back. Uh, there's, there's tons of bugs for, like, wall hacking. I mean... The game, it's just not like the balancing doesn't happen very often or very quickly. It's just I'm I'm off that game because of these reasons. You know what I mean? It, it just it, it's how it goes. There's ebbs and flows of the Call of Duty. You know that. You know what? I'm not fucking done with that. Okay, <laughs> uh, moving on. There's a unfortunately got a delay this year. No Diablo Four. No Overwatch Two. That's kind of sad, bud. I was really hoping for Overwatch 2, to be honest with you. I was really hoping for Diablo 4, which was, I mean, 
a stretch at the very least, right? Right, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to be delaying those launches into 2022. That's Blizzard Entertainment. Two of the most anticipated games of 2021, which we're going to talk about some anticipated games here soon in our way too early for uh, Game of the Year 2021 segment. But that sucks. I mean, Blizzard is coming out with a mobile Diablo. There's a big rumor about Diablo 2 Remastered coming out this year. Um but BlizzCon is happening right now, and they went ahead and announced, yeah, these two games that are highly expected to be massive sales and and uh, winners, home run hitters, uh, not going to get them this year. Just how it goes, man. I mean, you just chalk it up to another L, you know what I mean? COVID fucked us, bud. I mean, that, that's, that's, no what they, that's what they basically blamed it on. It's no shit. development. Uh, that's too bad. I could use a, a like a game like Diablo that I can just literally binge fucking ninety five hours a week or something. Uh, I want to I want to do the way too early game of the year twenty twenty one predictions. You down for this? How many you want to pick here, bud? I just want to go through and I will tell you the games that are on this list via polygon.com games that are still slated for 2021, even if they don't have any official Uh, release date. Oh, okay. And just go through and I'll tell you some of the ones that I think are even in contention for a possible game of the year. I mean, there's truly only two, maybe three for me. That would be like my er this early game of the year. If there were the, if this were to come out, this would be my game of the year. I'm sure. So the idea here is that I'm going to read these off, and then we're just going to predict based on what we know about these games, which ones we think are going to be game of the year material, right? I love it. Um, And then we can reference this back next year when we do our game of the year now. I would say the same as you. There's only a couple games that I'm really interested in, but then I listened to the Giant Bombcast where they spent 96 hours, uh, as much time as I would spend in Diablo 4, on debating fucking stupid shit about video games. So who knows what, what will or won't be game of the year. But Sure. Entrant number one, bravely default number two. Yeah, for me, that's a no. I, mean, I those games intrigue me, but definitely not a game of the year candidate for me. Okay, how about Death Loop? Uh, you know, assa- I am the assassins and all. I'm that stuff. pretty hard on Death Loop. I'm I'm in there. That's probably going to be in my top ten. I would say. Okay, uh, little Dying Light number two. No, nah, not for me. Dying Light's never been my thing. These are alphabetical, by the way. So if you're waiting for right. Zelda, it it's it's no, down the no, list. Don't care about uh, Zelda. Elden Ring, huge boner Listen, for Elden there's, Ring. There's a big boner for Elden Ring, and it's it's just because it's going to be a Souls-like, supposedly. I have no affinity for this. If it's not Bloodborne 2, I don't want it. Far Cry 6. Meh. Little Giancarlo Esposito? Meh, I mean, okay. listen, do you think the Far Cry formula has changed? No, it's going to be Then the it's probably going to be... A, it might be on the top 10 because there's nothing else that comes out this year, but it's not like, oh my God. Okay. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. I was really excited about this game at E3 it looked really 2019. Cool. As we saw more about it in 2020, I became less excited. I am still optimistic that this looks cool. I'm going to say it will be on my top 10. God of War Ragnarok, a game that you are convinced will not come out this year. I don't believe it coming out. It's coming out in 2021, but if it does, mm. best game of 2021. I, okay, well, cool comment. Uh, Gotham Knights, a game that I forgot was even on the slate. Is that the four-player one? Yeah, it's like the Snooze. kind of like lived-in Gotham no. world. Create your own. Snooze. 
<laughs> wow, that's that's a hot take, I think, bud. Maybe um, the gunk. Uh, yeah, but definitely top ten for me. I love anything that these people put out. These are the guys that do all of the uh, uh, Steam World games. games, and I love all that shit. So yeah, I'm definitely top ten for me. Um, I think that's like a low key. Like maybe you wouldn't think about it that way, but Steam World's one of the funnest <sighs> games I played the last Absolutely. couple years. Halo Infinite, a game that should have came out last year. Listen, right now this is delayed till fall 2021. Yeah, I would put I would put money that this gets delayed to 2022. Absolutely, yeah. This game ain't coming out, and I don't care if this game comes out either. Now, a game that came out this past week and is getting a lot of really good reviews is Hitman 3. People do love the Hitman games. It's the first Hitman's on my backlog. I think it's those games have always been more appealing to me watching people play them and me not playing, not me playing them. Okay. How about uh, a game that was recently trailered, which was Hogwarts Legacy? Uh, 2022, they've already confirmed that that's getting pushed. So, getting pushed back. Now, I guess a good tangent question here is just does this game get nixed altogether because of JK Rowling? No, it'll come out. Okay. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song? Yeah. Not the Hollow Knight was a game of the year winner back in the day. Not the Hollow Knight guy, so that's more of a you, not a me, or Um, more of a Ralph from the Love Love Show podcast. It's a it's a tangent to Hornet, who is a main character in Hollow Knight. But yeah, okay. Um, here's here's another one. Big dick energy here. Horizon Forbidden West. Again, if God of War doesn't come out and for and Horizon does, this is game of the year. I think there's a very likely chance that this game comes out. It's been in production, I think, longer than we've known God of War to been. Eight. Uh, I think. I think Horizon was 2018, wasn't it, or 17? 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn's so good. It was definitely like I played that game two and, years and after it came out, and it was awesome. As a new IP, was so fucking cool. And you don't get that very often. I mean, you look at not. look at the games we're talking about here. Not really very many brand new IPs. No, not at all. Yeah, February, um, February 28th, 2017 is when that game came out. So we're coming up four on years four ago. years. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, this game's slated for sometime late, probably quarter four 2021. So high likelihood that this also gets a bump. Uh, Humankind is the next game. Yeah, probably not for me. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not a really big like Sim Civ type guy. So get fucked. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Kina, the Bridge of Spirits was kind of a cool little trailer that, it that was interesting, in that PlayStation but not, thing. Not, not a game of the year for me. No, probably not. Um, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two. Now, listen, Nintendo has not been delaying games for the most part, right? So this, I think, has a high likelihood of coming out. I would, I would put it up there for me. Worst game of twenty twenty one. So, you know, you knew, you knew, you knew what you were getting here, bud. Um, how about uh, Gollum? Lord of the Rings, Gollum, also coming out in 2022. But that game would be on a top ten list, I believe. Did they? Did they delay it for sure? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, bad deal. Medium game that came <laughs> out this week. Already out. I mean, I don't kind of getting, kind of not getting great reviews. The, the tepid reviews from you and from Ryan. I'm not like overly excited about it for but for me being like six to eight hours long i'm good with it yeah i i don't think any game unfortunately that is six to eight hours long unless it is like just fucking life-altering 
can be in the game of the year discussion these days. Uh, I think you're wrong. Oh, do you now? Uh, we got a Monster Hunter game, Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, people seem to really like this. I'm not. I don't. I'm not, Monster Hunter. There, not there might fan. be just a lot of like nostalgic fanfare around that one. So maybe um, the world ends with you. I sequel, never played. Sequel, I, I never Neo, played that. The world ends with you. Never played that. Uh, low key contender probably won't be game of the year, but new the new Pokemon Snap game that comes out in a couple months. Yeah, we'll see. I I think that that could be that could be a deal. Um, you got a remaster of the near replicant game that comes out. I don't think a a re. I mean, I would say like a remake maybe, but not a remaster, right? I mean, what they're talking about with the near stuff is like more. It's going to be more content added on, all that shit. I don't think that that's going to be in contention. No, th- no, I don't think. I mean, that, that, that almost disqualified because it's come out. There's been two different remasters or a- additions to that game in the three years it's been out. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of raving and ranting uh, when the PlayStation Five was coming out about this game, which was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. That game does look really cool. I've never spent a bunch of time with any of the Ratchet and Clank games, so I don't have much to offer there. But that would be a really fun game to play. I mean, third person platformers like it's yeah. almost like you can't go wrong. Yeah, you're right. Um, Resident Evil Village is getting a ton of hype the past few. A weeks. lot of buzz. I like I liked Seven a lot. I would be that would probably end up on a top ten for me. Okay. How about Returnal? That game looks intriguing, but the more it gets delayed, the less I feel confident in it. So I'm going to say no. I mean, like as in you don't think it's going to no, it would not crack my no, as in it wouldn't crack my top ten. Okay, okay, I could I could see that. Yeah. Um, Shinigami Tensei Five. Not my thing. Not my thing either. As much as I like a good JRPG, Ryan, all about the the Shinigami Tensei. I don't know that there's. There, I don't think there's anything else on this list that that goes there. So. Listen, Blood, Bloodborne Two is like I'm still holding out for Bloodborne Two. I, I is there the even Bloodborne like a tentative 2. release date on that? There's not even anything about a Bloodborne Two yet. But okay, it's so you're, like you're going eventually. way out here. On, yeah, on I'm, I'm going like if I could if I could request a game that even gets announced this year, it'd be Bloodborne Two. Um, that would be like the thing for me. Um, yeah, you, you know what I mean. The trailer of the year for me is if if I could say if you ask me, Derek Vance, what is one game you want them to announce and show a new trailer with gameplay for? Yeah, it's Final Fantasy VII Part Two. I don't think there's any two years late. Two it, years? It's a year, but yeah. Oh fuck! It really came out last year. Wow, that's even less likely than for but me. But it is, it is. But I'm just saying, like, if I could have a, any wish in the world, like I. That game made me want to play the entirety of what they're trying to build right now. So I don't want to wait for that game, but I'm going to have to. So one thing that I think is like on my radar as like a maybe realistic is if we're going to maybe get a Zelda 2, I think a new Mario Brothers, completely new Mario Brothers game is not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, new Donkey especially, Kong would be really cool. Yeah, especially with how tight lipped. Nintendo is and how they just like literally drop. They're shadow like, dropping shit. Yeah, they're really shadow dropping stuff. Yeah, so a, like a Super Mario Odyssey two, I think would be major bonerific. Infeasible, absolutely. And and Odyssey, I know it's there's I relevancy bias here, but that might be the best Mario game. Uh, of yeah, time. it's de- it's definitely top three. Yeah, um, another game that I think is it's probably it's probably world it's probably world three and Odyssey for me. 
yeah, World uh, Super Mario World three. Um, World, Super Mario World, then th- World, and then three, and then Odyssey. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So Super Mario World, World by itself, Brothers three, and then okay, Odyssey. Yeah, correct, no, I feel you. Correct. Yeah. Uh, hey, what about a remake to Super Mario World? I mean, I mean, they're they're not big on remakes, but holy, they're shit. not. But boy, and they're awful. They're awful of them also because I mean, did you play three D All Stars? There wasn't much there. Um, no, I didn't. Be really cool, but I I don't see that happening. Uh, how about GTA Six? No, probably another year. That's going to be a no. thing. Probably another year. Anything else that we're sleeping on? So, oh, Senua? Uh, yeah, probably next year, I would guess. Um, I, I could also see it's that... It's been my, over a year since they teased it, though. I, I got to see some kind of Wolfenstein here, right? Like, Wolfenstein has okay. got to have something updated here. As they announced the new Indiana Jones game, I think that's like, hey, we must be wrapping up Wolfenstein, yeah. and now we're going to transition over here. Um. I also I was also reading stuff that uh, Quantic Dream or or maybe people used to work there. I, I I didn't really read into this, but Quantic Dream either that studio or they might have a subsidiary now. Those are the people that made uh, Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls and mm-hmm. uh, the robot game you played this year. Robot game that Detroit I this Detroit year. Detroit Become Human. Uh, um, I didn't play that, but all right. You didn't play it. I thought you played that game this year. No, I own it, but I didn't play it. You didn't play it. Um, they they apparently have a new studio, so we'll see what they might be cooking up as well. So, um, so you know, without too much too much more in depth uh, analysis, I mean, Rogue Ooh. Legacy Two probably okay. coming out this year. It's in early access right now. That'll come Ooh. out this year. Love Rogue Legacy. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd take another like Steamworld game. I don't think anything's on the horizon for that. Like no. Steamworld 3 would be fucking. New be Fire cool. Emblem would be dope. Like I love the okay. shit out of Fire Emblem 3 houses. So anything Fire yeah. Emblem would be cool. How, so who's our, what's our guess here? I mean, I mean for, for me, it's, it's God of War Horizon. Like those are, those are the two games for me that should be, that should be game of the year. God, it's really hard not to say either of those. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's just, there, there's, without knowing everything else that's coming out this year, those are the ones that have momentum. Yeah. God of War, the God of War would be, I think that'd be where I'd lean. I would be thrilled. I'd be, if, I'd be shocked if either one of those games weren't nine out of tens. I, I'd be thrilled if Remake, Final Fantasy Remake 2 came out, but. It won't come out. I would love to just see a trailer of like, "Hey, this is where we're headed next." Like, give get me get me a little give me a little going. Okay, give me a little little teasy cock little tease. tease. Yeah, give me a little Zach tease. All right, lock it in. Fucking God of War two, Ragnarok, baby. Or Fuck Horizon, me Daddy, right? Or or Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, both man, completely different games, but Jesus, I want to. So great. Like, I want God of War as the left titty and. Horizon as the right titty, and I want a motorboat. You know what I mean? Absolutely, bud. Okay, cool. You know, we got a little uh, wrestling talk about. Let me hit the hit the sound. Yeah. I I mean, where to start here? AEW last night. Holy shit! Bash the beach or whatever. Beach break was so good. Beach break. It it was a really good show. Really and good they show. Just, they continue to impress. I mean. From the men's little Royal Rumble thing that they did at the beginning, that uh, took a little while to get teams. going. It really, yeah. I mean, Luchasaurus kind of like Luchasaurus going out early made me really upset. Yeah, that was a bad deal. Matt Jackson went out early too. Like that was that was kind of a bad deal. But I think he's hurt though. Oh, you think they kind of like I did think it intentionally? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, well, that's maybe so. Um, I mean, then Chris Chris Jericho eliminates his own guys and eventually gets I mean, the win. Yeah. The ending I didn't like it, but I love a battle royale, so like I'm there for. It, but I don't like I didn't like the ending of it. Okay, no, I like the promo to follow that was okay. But yeah, the promo was great. I, I just love yeah the the breakup the the <sighs> the deconstruction of the inner circle has me really excited. Yeah, and there's a, there's a couple like deep rooted fan theories that it's that it's Sammy and and MJF working together to break up the group. Which would be see it. that'd be a good swerve, you know what I mean? That would be, be a good, good story swerve. swerve. Yeah. But you, you fast forward to the, the whole middle part was fine. I mean, there was a lot of good matches. The Darby and Sting thing is is coming. Darby up and Sting thing was Taz. good. The women's match seemed seemed good enough. Um, right, I ended up skipping through the last half of it, but it was it started really good. Um, yep. I mean, it was all building towards this half an hour main event of uh, Moxley, Phoenix, and and uh, and Bastard Pack. Versus yep. the Good Brothers and Omega, and boy did it pay off! I oh, mean, oh god, it was so good. Lots of good high flying, great spots. spots. Ray uh, Phoenix is a stud. John yep. Moxley sells better than most people in the entire industry, and Kenny Omega, for all of his Japanese issues, is just an amazing champion. Kind of paid off though when who else but Kenta shows up. Kenta, man. Hideo Itami uh, from WWE uh, was in NXT for the longest time. Um, not used the, the best he could. Went no. back to Japan. Fucking kills it in Japan. Still does the go to sleep, which is the... Which is the I, I don't love the go to sleep as a move, but it was his move first and CM Punk did it. Um, right. So really cool to see him back. And he's been chasing after Moxley because Moxley has the IWGP US Championship. Um, yeah, he came back for some blood, basically, and he's coming. He's coming back for his ass, and then announced tonight, Tony. Yep, it's John Moxley, and yep. a, it was Pac. Yep, and uh, and Kenny Omega and Kenta. Yeah, I mean that is a fucking match, but like, holy fuck! Ta- tag team next week. Yeah. Wow, uh, it was it was Moxley and Lance Archer. Not I'm sorry, uh, Ray Phoenix. Mo- Moxley and Lance Archer. I'm sorry. Thank you. Which is a weird pairing. That is right? a weird pairing. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. Like maybe uh, they just want to get Lance Archer more screen time because he's been kind of irrelevant. Well, and, and Lance Archer's good. Yeah, he is really good. Well, and he's, he was in Japan for like he wrecked Japan for a long time. And I, that's probably the angle actually. Him and Kenta had a thing in Japan before uh, uh, Lance Archer came came over to the states for AEW. So that that might be the thing. But right. listen, I am one hundred and. 69% in for a little bullet club thing because that kind of like fell by the wayside with AEW after AEW kind of kicked off. Um, and then, you know, like Gallows and Anderson kind of did the, the TNA impact thing. They were with the WWE, then they got released and um, left. And so like the bullet club though, I really like the idea of a bullet club angle way you know, into you, it. Absolutely. You get, you get Kenny, you get the, the good brothers, you got the, um, the Bucks, you get uh, uh, fuck. Who else? Hang. There's a fucking load of people. Everyone, in yeah, AEW. everyone's been in. The, it's like NWO, man. Everyone's been in it. Yeah, and imagine, yeah, it is like NWO. It kind of, it kind of really is. And Kenta is one of the current members. So right, right, right. Yeah, imagine the Bullet Club thing kind of comes back together. And even if, even if maybe in the next year you it get some happen. AEW talent or you get some WWE talent that 
goes to AEW. There's a couple people from WWE that were in the Bullet Club. It, right. The biggest biggest name is probably AJ Styles. Styles, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, and imagine him and him and Gals and Anderson reuniting. You know, Oof. Oh, the OC and AEW. Yeah, fucking Christ, bud. AJ Styles going to AEW never happening. Why? Because Vince McMahon will pay that man out the ass. He loves AJ Styles. Yeah, but do you, I mean, knowing AJ, right, do you really think it's all about the money for AJ? Yes, at this age, yeah. I suppose that's, okay. You know what, valid argument. Like, there's no, I can't say anything about that. I mean, yeah, he's I mean, just, he's age. at that age, yeah. But AEW, I mean, you don't think Tony Khan would pay the man? <laughs> I just don't see him doing it, man. I don't see Vince letting someone outbid him. He does have a knack. It. Vince has a knack for retaining talent via he money. Will. He will do it. And and burying them on the roster. Yep. <laughs> I mean, a, tell me tell wrong. me there yeah. ain't you're true fucking words, you know. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, buddy. Um, we had the Royal Rumble for the WWE this past weekend. Actually, pretty impressive pay-per-view overall. Oh boy. You don't you don't think so? I'm on the opposite of that. Wow, you like what's your out of ten? Six. Oh shit! Six. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. We did the whole face Facebook. That was that was a room thing. That was that was a ten out of ten. Yeah, that went really well. I I, I kind of wish Gabe would have turned his shit down, but um, I was yeah, synced up, so it did not bother me. Yeah, you and Gabe were. I was I was ahead of you guys, but you yeah, Gabe definitely had his stuff way loud, so you heard everything that happened, which is fine. Um, I don't know. Here's the thing with the Royal Rumble. Like, I get hyped because it's my favorite pay per view of the year. And it's the beginning of the road to WrestleMania. It is. But here's the thing. So the the match card going in wasn't strong. It really wasn't. You know what right. I mean? No, you're uh, right. The, the, the women's tag match. I don't really care that Oscar and Charlotte were the champs. I don't like Nia Jax or Shayna Baszler. So I'm like not bought into that anyway. Yeah. They dropped the, they dropped the belts and then they didn't even. Like, it was nothing. They nothing. did nothing on raw. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. The idea that Goldberg was brought back, and I thought maybe, maybe Goldberg was going to win this, right. was kind of the only reason. And I called it. I said this is going to be the headlining or the, the the opening match. And Tony, this match went two minutes and thirty two seconds. Was that really it? That's it. Um, I remember texting you beforehand when I was watching some of the pre-show, and it was almost like they were trying to warn people on the pre-show that like this was going to be a short match because they said along the lines of like. If Goldberg, if Goldberg can't win this within five minutes, he's screwed. He can't go that long. And, and it's just like, oh boy, that's a bad omen. And he didn't even go that long before no, he got beat. Minutes. Oh, and he looked immediately gassed after a couple spears. And yep. like when he when he tried to hit that jackknife, I was like, or jackhammer. Jackhammer. Uh, I was like, oh boy, I don't. I mean that that was probably like eighty percent Drew and twenty. It looked it looked good, better than the one he done on Taker. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know what I mean? You got it. You so, got to think that that was some practice involved there. So even at two minutes and 32 seconds, I was like, eh. then you got Sasha Banks, and Carmella, that match. I did not really care for. Yeah. I, I do, forgot. I do That's think forgettable. I do think Carmella wrestled really well, but it was not a great match. I think the you angle had, with the sommelier guy is like kind of stupid. Really played out, man. Uh, as per usual, the Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match went excessively too long. 24 yeah, minutes did. and 54 seconds plus the botch at the end. It pulled me in. Like I was out in the beginning of the match. I was in for the middle part of it. And then once, once the, the botch happened, once the botch happened, I was out. 
Yeah, I think that that was probably supposed to be like a 15 or 18 minute match. I mean, yeah. And, and you felt that when you fast forward to the Men's Royal Rumble and it like really like they kind of hurried it along. You know what I mean? If, so here's what I'll say between the two differences of the Royal Rumble, right, is both of them were right about an hour each, which is I feel like kind of quick, really. Mm. Um, Bianca Belair wins the women's, yep. which it was her versus Rhea Ripley in the in the finals. It was her Rhea Ripley in Charlotte in the final three, and I think Natalia was four. Yeah, um, she was only because she was the thirtieth. Because she was thirtieth, yeah. I, I like Bianca Belair, so I'm good with it. Rhea Ripley's great too, so I'm good with who they had as the final two. But yeah. that women's match felt Tony like it took a billion years. <laughs> like that match felt so fucking long, did it not? Yeah, and they kind of gave some of the legends a spot. Like Alicia Fox was in and out really quick, and they did the twenty four seven championship yeah, she had the belt. with her. Yeah. Um, they uh, who was the other chick that came back? Tanya Vic- or something like that. Victoria. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yep. Victoria. Oh boy, she looked rough too. They yep. had they had the spider chick. Uh, then they had Tori. Who was who was the one Jillian- in the white though? Uh, what? There was like a legend that came out. Oh, Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Wilson. That's it. Yeah. So they really beefed up the beefed up the legends. And even in the men's, they did a couple legends. Yeah, there was four legends. I mean, you had Tori Wilson, who's in the Hall of Fame, and then you got Jillian Hall, Victoria, and Alicia Fox. Yeah, I mean, none of which none of which had any eliminations, by the way. Right. Um, The women's WWE league is just they're decimated. It's bad. Rhea Ripley seven eliminations. Yeah, and that. You look at the men's too. The, I think the underlying story here, besides Bianca wins and Edge comes back in the men's and wins, goes goes the one through thirty derby. Is they use the Rumble to really gas up two NXT stars, Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest. I mean, they use them to platform. They use the Rumbles to platform them into potentially main roster status. Right. Which Rhea, okay, fine. Damian though. Not what? yeah, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not much of a fan of Damian Priest as a whole. I I do think he can wrestle really well. Um, I, I'm sure he was really good in ROH. People really they already have his... like three dudes that do the same stick. Yeah, I mean I you're mean, not wrong. It's like it's played out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, the what the con the the contrast here was the women's Royal Rumble felt like it took a lifetime, and I felt like the men's was just it just flew. Yeah, it it, it felt, felt like, like it every went two fast. seconds it was just someone else was showing up. Yeah, there were there were much better spots. Um, there were there were definitely like there was intent put in, in planning. The women's just felt really clunky, and it's like it's kind of like everybody knew how they were going to have to exit the Royal Rumble, but nobody really knew how to fight inside of the rumble and, and fill the time. So that could have probably, even though it's a 90 second timer, you know, they could have done 70 seconds. Nobody would have fucking known. Otis, they, at, Otis at 20 and getting eliminated in 53 seconds, man. What a waste of time. Yeah, it was bad. And like Corbin, the Miz, the Miz, Miz. got eliminated in a minute. Dominic yeah. Mysterio was two minutes. Elias was two and a half. Like just, wow. You kind of understand the logic. If you're going to put Edge over one to thirty, some somebody has to start going quickly, right? So, right. I kind of get it. Randy, I like the Randy angle actually personally, like him faking injury and not being there for you know forty of the sixty minutes was. Yeah, you. What do you call good. that? You keep calling it something. He powder. It's called powdering. 
when you yeah, when you, you take a bump and you yeah you I, and Randy does it better than anybody dude he when does. you t- when you take a bump and you just get out of the ring like that's called powdering it's fucking great um and Randy does it better than anybody so yeah he fakes the injury but you get you get DB and Kane that was pretty good that was great Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian was great Carlito came back and actually fought on Raw the next night um so that was okay but now now you're wondering like okay what's going on with Edge he, you think, okay, maybe he's going spear v spear with Roman Reigns, but then he shows up on NXT, NXT. and he's getting in Finn's face. Who then, who, and then on his way out of the parking lot, get carrying cross gets in his face and is like, listen, you want to fight the NXT champion? It's not going to be either one of them. It's going to be me. Like, and, and you know what? I love that angle. Like, I love the, I love the Royal Rumble winner going for the NXT belt way more than I like the Royal Rumble winner going for either of the main championships. Why? Because it's fresh. Finn Balor versus Edge feels fresh. Carrying Cross versus Edge feels fresh. Carrying Cross versus, or I'm sorry, Edge versus that douchebag Roman Reigns fucking snooze, bud. Yeah. Edge versus okay. Drew McIntyre double snooze, bud. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I mean, Edge goes against Randy Orton on Raw, though. That was a trash match that that felt like it was a closeout to that whole thing right like it was like all right we're done here yeah you know wwe doesn't know what 50 50 booking is anymore though you know what i mean like you could have you could have definitely put this on a little longer edge looked rough though he should not have wrestled the, the night after the rumble i mean the guy wasn't in a ring for practically like 10 years and then another year after that and you yeah i don't that was a bad back to back looked, back to back really to Almost back matches. Yeah, he looked bad. He looked really bad. Yeah. But yeah. it'll be interesting. He's he's a name. He's a star talent, and he puts on a good promo. Right. So, it, but if I have to fucking hear Michael Cole keep talking about this motherfucker's grit, I might like just turn the TV off. I, I can't fucking do it, Michael Cole. Yeah. Just hit hit the mute button, buddy. So I need I need to fucking hit the head or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. That's know. what I had to do. It's just. I can't do it, Michael Cole. Like, fucking fire this guy already, okay? Go get some good talent. Yeah, he just needs to go to the back, man. Absolutely, yeah. He needs to be office talent for sure. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hit the watched and played, our favorite segment of the uh, the show. I sure. think the only the only segment that's made it into practically every show. I would agree. Uh, you wanna you wanna start us off here? I think uh, we both played a bunch of games this week. Um, I don't know, I don't know about a bunch. Okay. I did play. I finished Bug Snacks. Okay. Decent game. Yep. Pretty warm. Pretty heartwarming. Charming. Crazy ending. Which is crazy what? because a lot of like it, it ended up getting pretty decent reviews. And I remember watching the original trailer reveal, and I was just like, "This looks." Oh, I thought it looked stupid. awful. I was like, "This game looks like ass." Right. Um, but good time. Like really good time. I went back and was trying to like figure out how to catch all a hundred Bug Snacks. I think I've got ninety-seven of the hundred. Okay. And it's like, all right, cool, fine. Um, good game. I, I downloaded and installed God of War. Uh, that is the the 2018 God of War game of the year. Yeah. Um, because they patched it for 4K60. Uh, Which, if you're a listener to this show, you know that is new to Derek. It is very new to Derek Vance. Uh, so I installed, it took three hours to install God of War. And uh, Tuesday... 
I was like, oh, I'm going to load this up. And I streamed it for about an hour over on the TLUSP YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out, it's over there for about an hour. And uh, I did change my resolution. So it was uh, outputting at 60 frames per second. So you can see that. Nice. And I ended up playing like four hours of that game because I just could not stop fucking playing it. Like, boy, that game's so good. Definitely. Once you get the combat under, like once you figure out the combat stances, that game is just the best. I, I felt so, I was like, I don't remember how to play this game. And you can tell in, in my stream of like, I'm fighting this troll and get my dick kicked in. And it's new game plus, so it's definitely hard. Um, yeah. It's very I like, intricate. I remember going back is. to it last year and new game plusing it. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, like, I mean, I don't remember the combos. I don't yeah. remember how to like throw my axe and bring it back. It, it's, right. It's, it's really actually when you're jumping back into it, it's completely counterintuitive um at, for most games but like i remember loving it when i originally played it so yeah i mean the, the tutorial to get you through to the beginning of the game feels really good but then jumping into it after you haven't played it for two years is, is a little tougher yeah. so um it looks fucking outstanding the the 60 frames per second are you really positive does. you're actually playing in 4k 60 hdr uh i am absolutely positive that i am okay because you you you, you have to feel like blown away yeah, I mean, the the idea of how seamless and just smooth the entire experience was while I was playing was no cut, no cut, man. I mean, uh, still to this day, no. not a game that's been doing that. Nope. Uh, and then I played another. I played like another half chapter of Cyber Shadow. I'm at chapter five. I think it's out of ten. Um, okay. Yeah, that you're game, around that, then. that game requires an intense. You're at chapter five, really? Yep. Wow. Uh, that, that game requires an intense amount of focus when you're playing it and can be extremely frustrating. So I try to play it as small bursts as I can, but yeah. I still really like Cyber Shadow. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. Um, I don't know that it's really going to capture me enough to continue to play it and finish it. I might like fire it up every once in a while, but Yacht Club, man, they're doing it. They're doing it right over at Yacht Club. Oh yeah, they know the deal, bud. Anything you watch? You don't have anything on here for what you watch. Um, I yeah, I mean, Wandavision's kind of it, but uh, okay. I I turned on. We did watch a couple episodes of Letter Kenny, uh, nice. and then I came home last night, and the kids were watching maybe the single greatest animated movie of all time, and that's that's maybe a bold claim, so it's probably not right. Okay, hold but, on, let me guess. Single greatest animated movie of all time. Is it a Disney movie? Nope. Well, nope. Eh. I don't know. No, yes, kind of. Well, okay, give me a hint then, because now you're confusing me. It's owned by two companies. I mean, that'll tell you right now. It's a pick Disney Pixar movie. No. Uh, okay. Is there another hint that you can give me that um, is stupid? It it uh, was. When did it come out? Twenty boy nineteen, twenty nineteen. Oh, it's a recent movie. Yeah. Uh, it has it is best and most unique animation style I've ever seen. That should tell you right now. New movie, great animation, owned by two studios. I'm gonna feel stupid, but I I can't think of it. Eh, 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 eh. Moana? What? What? Oh, I'm sorry. This came. This movie came out in 2018. Oh, that makes a big difference. You should have fucking said that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking say, about. I keep a dude. End of the Spider Verse. <laughs> Dude, fuck. that is not the greatest animated movie of all time. Get out of here! The Lion King, Aladdin, fuck! Like, come on, man. 
I said Finding I Nemo. I try well, Finding Nemo definitely not. I try to walk it back a little bit, but I'm just telling you, like, I absolutely love Into the Spider Verse. I okay. fucking love that movie. Yeah, everybody loves a good sunflower. That fucking like the animation of that movie is just astounding, and the voice cast in the story. Oh God, it's so good. I yeah, love it's that definitely movie. A good movie. Okay. Love that movie. So yeah, yeah the I kids were watching. Kids were. Uh, kids were watching that last night when I came home from work, and that was like, oh god, I love this. Movie. Had like a little proud father moment. Is what you're saying? I just, I, yeah, I just love Into the Spider Verse. Like, oh, it's so good. Cool. I yeah, mean, I, listen, like the the Uncle Aaron thing. Like, how do you not see that his uncle's going to die? But you just don't really like. You're so captivated by the story. You're like, he's not going to wind up on Peter. He's not going to lose his uncle too. Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Spider Ham's great. Whatever a Spider Ham. Fucking Spider Man Noir. Nicholas Cage. Like, come on, man. Yeah. No, a lot, a lot of good stuff to like so about that good. movie. That movie's so good. Nothing else you watch though, really? That's it. I do. I, I, it's my long work week. I, I, I did you, was, um, did you watch was, the Good Mythical More sh- from yes or morning from yesterday? Morning? No, no, haven't got a chance to do that either. Oh, okay. Uh, let me just tell you that it's things they they smell things and okay. all right. Uh, boy. Good time I'm, on that. I'm so. really. I, I. I mean, we watched a couple episodes. Of good, you know, the YouTube stuff every now and again. Um, uh, my boys, a day to remember, put out an acoustic album or an acoustic EP of like eight songs. That's real good. Okay. Uh, Foo Fighters' new album drops tomorrow, uh, which is mm. not getting great reviews, unfortunately. Um, apparently, it's very poppy, which I'm not really feeling. Not a big uh, Foo Fighters guy, but all right, yeah, you're wrong. But uh, it's called Medicine at Midnight. So, I mean, there's that, but yeah, just nothing. I mean, I keep wanting to watch a bunch of stuff and I just end up playing video games. I don't know. True that. Um, For me, I jumped into Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is a game that I had been seeing a lot like online and, you know, some tech talks and stuff like that. And I was like, boy, they've really, they've really upgraded and like really gone in hard on this game. And so I thought I'm going to check it out. It's on Battle Pass. I downloaded it. I played through the campaign, which... I got to tell you, this is probably the best Star Wars game I've ever played. That that trumps KOTOR, and it trumps uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Absolutely think you're wrong here. I mean, you can think what you want, but from, from a Star Wars fan, I'm telling you right now, like being able to, to play as Luke, as um, literally all of the current Kyle. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth, Emperor Palpatine, Yoda. I mean, you can play as anybody. It's... It's really good. Now, I have not jumped into the multiplayer. I've only been playing the campaign, like the arcade mode that's built into it, um, which is like very mission-based. But the the campaign is why I fall in love with it. I mean, it, it fills in so many gaps in the most recent trilogy of happenings that I was like, oh, they, I mean, this is like kind of masterpiece. And I think it just low-key gets shit on because of the first one and all the microtransactions and stuff, the loot box scenario. But don't sleep on Battlefront 2. It is really good. Played it, beat it, forgot that I'd beaten it, looked it up last night. Bad game. I just, I can't even with you right now. Um, listen, I also played some Uno. Uh, we played Uno, you and I. We did, yeah. We played some Uno. Uh, that went pretty fun. But I also played some Uno with a uh, friend of the show, Guacamole Lover. Oh, nice. And that went that went swimmingly last night. It was actually it actually went horrible to be honest with you. There was a lot of connection issues on her side. If I had to blame anybody, but a lot uh, of lag. Y- yeah, like disconnected games stuff like that. But we had a lot of lot of good times. I screamed a lot, a lot of fuck you motherfuckers. And FCFF. You know, 
yeah, the AIs were were just kicking our ass back and forth. So a little that. bit, a little bit here and there, you know. I was trying to like teach her up a little bit. So that was a good time. Drank some, you know, drank some root beer and some some bourbon cream, a little root beer float action. Got a little litty, but uh, that was good to play it with somebody other than you, quite frankly. Somebody I can rely on. Um, somebody that's not gonna shit all over me every time I make a mistake. And I'm, she I'm doesn't have she doesn't have a wife that just sits in the background of bitches. So I'm happy you found that person. <laughs> Maybe uh, at least the Uno for the Uno, sure. You know what I mean, right? Um, I did try out Medium, which came recommended from friend of the podcast Eric Vance, and uh, <laughs> it's it's not great. Uh, the controls kind of suck. I think the graphics are actually not. I mean, they're not next gen graphics in my opinion, and the story's kind of blah. You know what I mean? So. I, I think if you try it out, you're going to come to the same conclusion, and it sounds like you you know a few people that are sort of giving you mixed reviews on it. I'm excited to see what the game is. I'm not a big fan of what of what the other game that Bloober teams the other games that Bloober team has done, but I, I'm willing to give this a go. Yeah, and I think if you're going to put six or seven hours into it, maybe maybe it is worth it. Maybe you just realize like, hey, it it is what it is. Like this game's just gonna kind of take my time and be okay. And maybe you just, you're doing it just to fulfill a need. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, played, uh, and downloaded a game on game pass called Haven. Have you seen this at all? I don't think so. It's kind of interesting. Um, it is like a sci-fi, uh, spacey game. Like basically it's got kind of like an anime-ish art style, but basically you and your partner, and you can switch between the guy and the girl, you're on like these crazy planets and you're like stranded. But you kind of have this power to like glide through the map and uh, there's no real combat. There's like a little bit of combat in the game, but it's very like turn-based JRPG style combat. But it's not like you don't get weapons and magic and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's, so it's it's kind of like an exploration meets some RPG-ish mechanics. This but I was kind of having a, Haven, yeah. I was kind of having a good time with it. The art style is really well good. The game plays really well. The controls are really nice. The the story and the character dialogue is pretty funny. Um, but I don't really know what like the catch of the game is yet. I only played it for like an hour. And I don't even know how long the game is, but it kind of caught my attention. I was like, this looks pretty dope. I'm the art style looks out. really cool. Yeah, it's very, it reminds me a lot of like Persona okay. or, um, I mean, that's probably the closest thing I could relate it to because it's kind of like flat 2D, 3D, anime-ish. Almost like, like Ban- Banner Saga-ish. Yeah, okay, there you go. There's, there's a good comparison. So, yeah. you know what? I mean, if you're looking for what I think is a quick game, I can't imagine this thing's more than a few hours, four or five hours maybe, but I might might continue to check that out this weekend. Um, I, I've been on this Final Fantasy kick, and I decided to download Final Fantasy 15 Ooh, and, boy. and uh, give that a go. Um, Derek, it's a really good game. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm sucked in, but yeah. F- 15. I I really liked what I played at 15. I, I'm not going to shit on it. Like I liked the 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 characters you had, the stories it was trying to tell, the fishing was yep. really fun. The overworld yeah. I thought was yeah. pretty cool. Um, the whole car thing was fine. The right. whole big titty mechanic thing is whatever. Like that 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 game is just fine. Like it's nothing. It doesn't going to blow my fucking mind. It's not ten, in my opinion, or nine or eight or seven. <clears throat> the combat um, was really the thing. Um, but yeah, that free flowing combat felt really good. 
yeah, and very much like God of War, you kind of have to relearn the combat. Um, there's not a new game plus, though, that I could find, which is crazy that a game that this has this much back-end support uh, and has been around for five or six years doesn't have a new game plus. So yeah. I just started a new fucking game. I but, suppose. you know, it's... It, it caught me immediately, which is what I was looking... I was looking for a game that, like... What's an old game that's a really good classic game that can catch me and ca- capture my attention? I played, like, three hours of Final Fantasy fifteen the other day without even thinking about it. So, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to continue or if I'm just kind of looking for, you know, a bridge game because Battlefront then caught me. So, we'll see. But Final Fantasy fifteen, man, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging it and liking the idea of getting back into that maybe a little bit because to be honest with you besides the one guy that's weird that i know is the the major bad guy i don't remember shit about that game yeah i haven't played much i mean since it came out but that would be a game that i always i always kind of want to play the chibi version of it because i thought it looked interesting and stupid oh Um, the little box version but yeah i have not done that so i forgot that that was a thing too yeah and that's that's on xbox i think too yeah weird right yeah and like on phones i think right sure yeah okay um played some more cyber ghost we've talked about that a little bit really tough game and like mentally exhausting so in in short spurts is about all i can do um as far as what i've watched i watched one night in miami which is an amazon prime movie that's that, that uh it's first directorial debut for regina king regina and, king and yeah covers uh a la one night in miami with jim brown uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, uh, really famous black singer. I can't think of the guy's name. Not is it Buddy Holly? Maybe James Brown. No, not James Brown. Same era though. But I think it's Buddy Holly. Is Buddy Holly black? I can't remember. But a, a famous singer that's played by. Uh, oh my god, dude! Now I'm having like I have to just look. Sam one. Sam Cook is here. Sam Sam Cook. Yes, Sammy Cook. Yep. Um, who's he played by? Omar or something? Uh, he was in Sa- Hamilton. Sam Cook, Leslie Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. Yep. Famous for Hamilton mainly. So anyway, those four guys plus Malcolm X, right? And it's just all about black the black rights movement that happened that was spurred on by Malcolm X and the Muslim and uh, movement. And uh, listen, I can't say that this is going to win. It might win some like. It might win some like third party awards. I don't think it's going to win an Oscar. You know, well, first of all, Oscars are heavily favored towards white people. Absolutely. But, uh, so I don't think it's going to win an Oscar, but, you know, maybe a Screen Actors Award or like a, a critics, some sort of critic award. But it was, it was pretty good. It's two and a half hours. It's not a lot of action. So, like, it's a very intellectual movie in that sense. Um, but maybe worth checking out. And, and it clues you into, some of what became a very large civil rights movement after Dr. King was assassinated. Uh, JFK died. Like it's in the late sixties. So kind of interesting. Um, also watched on HBO max, the little things, which is the Denzel and Rami Malek movie with a little Jared Leto sprinkled in. Yep. I'm, I'm excited to watch this movie. Uh, you got to get on it. It's only there for like a month. So don't, yeah. don't wonder Worm in 84 this bitch. You're right. You're uh, right. It was a good movie. Now, probably a little long, and it takes a big swerve in the last 30-ish minutes, so you got to really kind of... I didn't realize it until the end that I probably should have been paying attention a little closer, but I still caught it. Like, I understood what the twist was and, and all that, you know what I mean? But 
it's a it's a good movie and i thought you had told me that it wasn't getting great reviews or whatever and i was like well how do you how do you fuck up a denzel movie well they i don't think they did but i can understand why some people might were think a little that. turned off by it sure yeah. i'm excited yeah i'm excited to check it out especially because it's a new movie and i can watch it at home so uh, and then the last little plug that I'll give you is, uh, hey, I got to bring her up again. Guacamole Lover gave me The Wilds on Amazon Prime, which is a okay. TV show. Um, so I checked that out. It's it's about a group of girls, uh, high school chicks, that all, for whatever reason, are going to a like a resort, a summer camp of sorts, right, for mental health. Like they're, they're like a, a decompression camp, like a therapy camp type situation. Their plane crashes into the ocean. They all wash up on this island. Um, and you think that it's just going to be about the survival of these girls on an island. And then you kind of realize that it's like this big, uh, almost like man on the moon social experiment, right? Where there's That's cameras weird. and they're, they're in a controlled environment. Um, and then it becomes like a little bit hunger games ish. Like I'm not spoiling anything. Cause this is all in the, like the first episode you figure it out pretty quickly, but it's kind of an original take and I'm, I'm in, I'm in a little bit, you know what I mean? Like it, it caught my attention and I'm kind of interested in the story. The stories are episodic. So like every episode is from the perspective of a different one of these girls and how they like their story about why they needed to go to this camp in the first place, how they're fitting in on this Island. So it's kind of like, it's almost like overly dramatic survivor meets uh, survive uh, crash landing story meets hunger games. It's, it's a very, it's a lot of genre bending. It is. It really is. But these young women that are the actors, like they really bring it together, man. I'm telling you, there's a, there's a dynamic there that just feels good. So, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's up your alley. Amanda might like it. Maybe I could see, Maybe. I could see her kind of getting into that. I'll, I'll throw yeah, a trailer out there and see what happens. I, yeah. Worth. Did you watch the outer banks? No. Okay. Um, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that's kind of like it, but the outer, I mean, the outer banks on Netflix is kind of similar where it's like, it's like teen drama. I think this is the year that I start Ozarks, honestly. Ooh. Well, listen, this is not on the level of Ozarks, but I like how we call it Ozarks. It's just literally Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To be fair. To be fair. I think you need it. Yeah. You and Amanda. A couple, like a couple that. Netflix things that you need to catch up on that are rave phenomenas, okay? Mindhunter and Ozark. Those are two True. that come to my mind immediately. True. So that's uh, that's it for me, though. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's all. I think that's pretty much all I've got. The walk-ons, the Super Bowl, man. I mean, big mm. game this week. Uh, I've got a bunch of prop bets on it, so I hope I can make some money back because I'm down quite a bit of money. So prop bets through like actual Draft betting Kings. apps. DraftKings. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of prop bets? Well, like Chief, like Chiefs score first, or Leonard Fournette has the most rushing yards, or Tom Brady scores first, are, or are you doing like anything that. crazy like um, how long the national anthem is and stuff like that? That doesn't do it on these ones, but those are always fun. Yeah, like the little. I remember one year Dorf and I bet a package of bacon on who would get the accurate prop bets, and I won. So let 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 it be known that I am the king of prop bets. Did you get your bacon? He, yeah, he brought it to the Best Buy, and I cooked it in an oven, which um, did not go over well, because on a Sunday, when the entire fucking store smells like bacon, turns out that's kind of distracting. Kind of a bad thing? 
Yeah, kind of, kind of. I would think it makes you sell better, but I don't know. A uh, lot of people came over to see what was up, and I'm like, listen, it's fucking gone. Okay, people, yeah, nothing. Just Goodbye. Get here. We ate it because we're fucking men. Look at us. Yeah. Uh, no other walk-ons though. No, not that I can think of. I mean, um, like I said, the big game is kind of the big one, right? So go ch- Chiefs, I guess. Go Pats. Buck. Gross. Buck is what you mean to <laughs> yeah, say. That's Buck. what you just said. Go Bucks. I think uh, Tom Brady's locking in the seventh and uh, and it's in 10 attempts. Unless Eli Manning comes out at halftime. You know, Fuck then that I'm, shit. Then I'm a little nervous. Uh, but otherwise, I guess, you know, 84 is in the Bucks. Uh, I can squirt pretty hard, bud. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? Fucking send uh, it, bud. Fucking full, full send, full send boys. It. Full send well, it. fucking, hey, I think I fucking sent her a little too hard there, bud. I think I fucking squirted a little hard there, bud. But uh, <laughs> 84's in the books for the DTS podcast. I am Tony. I'm Derek. That is Derek. We love you. We out. We out here. Yeah.